Look, there's the three wise men. This is the one, two, three wise men. We three friends on a podcast together again. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We talk about what's been going on and what's happening. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We got drum, credo, DJ Glenn. We are the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We are the one, one, two, two, three wise men. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. Welcome to episode 9 of the Three Wise Men Podcast. On this panel broadcasting live and direct from our home studios, I am Joe Breeze, live from Washington State. We have DJ Blends broadcasting live from Victoria, B.C., Canada. And also on this panel, we have the one, the only, Greto broadcasting live from Illinois. Now, we have two special guests joining us in today's episode from Victoria, B.C., Canada, via Capital Wave Studios webcam here. We have Canadian rappers Spectacular joining us. And Cerbeos. So what's good, everybody? Bye, bye, bye. Yo, we're good, man. Thank you for having us on the show. We've known each other for so long. No doubt. It's crazy. It's going to be a dope episode. It was only a matter of time before we got you on here because we t- we literally yeah, talk about you guys on every episode, man. <laughs> uh, we yeah, for, that, man. For, for, yeah. Some, for some time, actually, Blends has been talking about, like, hey, let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. And I know everybody's scheduling has been kind of, you know, hard to get everybody on, on, on the same page, right? Yeah. It's yeah, lovely, So what's good? How's everybody doing? Pretty good. I actually just came from a studio session. That's so I, so you, I, I rushed as soon as I could. Yeah. You know, I got so to pull up. So you went, you went from the studio to the studio. To, to like the I, studio, <laughs> hop, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I mean, every so everybody that's listening, I mean, you guys are based out in Victoria, BC, right? That's in Vancouver Island. It's a top tourist spot. I know a lot of people from the states actually always talk about Victoria Island. I mean, Vancouver Island over Vancouver, the city. And I've been there a couple times. It's a, it's a fucking nice city. I mean, I was telling Blends last time that it actually gives me this vibe that it kind of brings that old school feel of what Vancouver used to be before all those, you know, rich, luxurious, you know, people buying all the properties came into town. Right. right. So yeah, yeah. What, what did you talk about growing up in, in Victoria? You, I mean, what was it like and what is it like compared to Vancouver? We're seeing the regentrification happening now here in Victoria though. So like, even like the most organic spots are starting to get built up with condos and everything you go you see the city skyline, you'll just see cranes everywhere. Yeah. So it's really coming up, too. Like, it is it is very touristy still. Obviously, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Uh, definitely blessed to be here. And there's a lot of music coming out of the city right now, too. There's a lot of a lot of nice little things happening right now. And I feel like we're, we want to be the backbone of that, of really bringing everybody together musically and just unite the city, you know? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that, man, because uh, you, you say that there's a lot of music and there is there's a shit ton of music coming out of Victoria. And it's kind of surprising because if you go to Victoria, it's such a fucking small island. Like, you know, like everything's so compact. And so, like, there's not there's not that much of an area. You know what I mean? But for the amount of music that's coming out of there, it's, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty intense, man. That's pretty cool. When was the last time you were here? Oh, man. I want to say um, Letty had a she she did some wedding pictures and like video video shoots that she had for for this lady out there and we that's that had to have been like maybe 2016 2016 and we we rented a Airbnb and stayed out there like four days because it was like a two day wedding and we just 
chilled out out there and shit. Yeah, bro, it's amazing. Like, it's yeah, it's you were saying like Victoria Island, everybody still considers it Victoria Island. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. crazy. You can't describe it as anything else. No, but, that's what it is. but but you know something. I mean, I was telling Blends last time. I mean, I I've only been there like maybe three times in my life, right? You know, the first couple of times I actually went there, you know, it's always the same touristy spots. You see that castle stuff and everything like that. So I always told everybody, I'm like, you know, Victoria seems all right. It's just, you know, it's just a bunch of castles. But then when the last time I actually went, Blends actually actually took me away from the touristy areas, and I actually got to see the city. And one thing I love about that city is that blue collar feel. Like you can feel that everybody works hard. And yeah, I guess yeah. I, I that mu- that's why I feel that there's so much music out there because it brings all that you know that hustle that you have in the throughout Monday through Fridays to mm-hmm. you know you don't see that in Vancouver you 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 can believe that in, in in Victoria compared to like Vancouver where like you got people driving Ferraris with the ends in the back right that's and then you got nice. and then you got people in Victoria just you know grinding it out there so yeah. I love that music scene and Blends keeps showing and showcasing. And then yeah, that's yeah. when he actually kept yeah. talking about also not just about your music for years. He's been talking about your music, but he talked about Serbeo's music. So yeah, he, kept saying, hey, man, he, he kept saying, I, yeah, I got to check it out, man. This, I got this guy from Cuba or he's like, he's awesome. So, you know, I, here and there, I was checking out some things on YouTube and I actually listened to some of Serbeo's shit. And I love how you guys mix spectacular. I love how you mix the, uh, the old school vibe that we all grew up in our generation Factual, with this new Factual. school. I love that whole direction, and you guys look—you guys look more united out there than in the city of Vancouver. I would say, in my opinion, at least. For us, now it's passing the torch. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an OG now. Like I'm—I'm I'm in a position to help other people. Yeah, yeah. And to and to help out with their careers and really, really invest with them. And we have this young gentleman here who's just super talented, and I, it reminds me of the hunger that I had when I was younger. You know what I mean? Before. Life took me down a different path, right? Yeah. yeah. I see that same hunger now in, in, in this young man. So, like, and I really believe in his craft. And, yo, at his age, like, he's he's more ridiculous than most of the rappers I know growing up. So, mm-hmm. if he's doing that now at this age, you can only really imagine what he can do if he puts, like, his full energy into to his career. Hey, just just right? time, just time, time, man. Just time. Time. I don't think you guys have ever seen him perform live. Oh, boy, his shows are pretty sick. Like yeah. the first time we did that one at uh, was it lucky? Yeah, yeah. When you came out, holy shit, that was amazing, man. That was my night. I believe, so, I believe it, man. I believe I mean, it. I mean, I, I, mean, I feel, I feel the electricity and the vibe and like just the the fire yeah. and the hunger. Like you feel all that shit when you hear it. Yeah. And it's not just hunger, man. It, I, I can, I can feel that he's just having fun with it too. I mean, that's yeah. what makes everything yeah. on top. I mean, when it's not pressured. When it's not like force, it that, just comes out see, naturally. That, you know what I mean? That's well said. That's well said, Drew. Like, like it's not pressured. Like, like you can hear that he's having fun with everything he does. Like that. That's the most important part, man. And you, and you know the shit I love about what you guys do. I mean, Blends keeps showcasing you guys all the time, so I'm always like watching the videos and everything like that, right? Yeah. But I love how you know it's so authentic. You know what I mean? You guys are not forcing something like I was saying. Like that is just doesn't feel like. I mean, you're not, you're not driving five Ferraris down the street and saying that this is all your shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's just kept to the real, and and I like that. So spectacular, man. How how did you start in this game? I mean, what was your like music like path from when you started? Did you start in the '90s and the early 2000s or when? No, I started like early 2000s, bro. For me, it started with the battle scene. That's yeah. kind of what what started. I used to be a freestyle rapper, so 
I remember kids coming from different schools to come and try to battle me and be like, yo, this is a Spanish kid. And that was like, that was my first mixtape actually. It was, who's that Spanish kid? And what year and was that? That was, man, I want to say that's like 2000, right on the button. Right on 2000? Oh, wow. right yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first recordings I did in my boy's basement. And so was, this was 21 years ago. I'm not trying to make you sound yeah, old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 20, 21 years ago. 21 yeah, years ago. Yeah, Imagine that. 21 years ago, bro, and I was about yeah. what? 12. Yeah. That's so you gotta crazy. Imagine, I was just a young kid just discovering music, you know what I mean? And that yeah. was the mix. It was who's that Spanish kid? And it was all diss tracks to all these other. <laughs> you pulled the how to rock? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just went hard. You know, but it, it, got, it got me loved, though, because oh, that's awesome. They started realizing that I was like, yo, this young, this young kid with bars. So I actually started getting a lot of love from the older heads back then. Yeah. Because remember that. Now we live in the age of social media, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was not existing. I mean, the only thing we had back then was what? MSN Messenger, ICQ? MySpace. Bro, we were talking about this in other podcasts that you still have a, a Hotmail account. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I still, have, still have a Hotmail account for some oh. reason. <laughs> <laughs> I never so, changed. I, I, I never found There's no point on changing it. That's my email, bro. But. So. <laughs> so exactly, man. So you went from battle rapping, and then from battle rapping, how did you like? How what what happened after that? So you just well, battle, started battle rapping took me to Vancouver, and then um, I went over there to win this battle. Like I was so determined to win this battle. Whoever won that got to open up for Snoop and Game. How the yeah. West was one tour, and I actually won that battle. Shit, that, I remember that. I mean, well, Dude, I, I was there. I was there. I saw you perform. I, I remember that. I, that was like an 05, right? Oh five, oh six, around that time. Yeah, and that then time, that's where everything elevated for me because that's where I met Chemo. And yeah. then from there, that, it was a wrap, right? And then he took me under his wing. And then, yeah, bro, we started working on mixtapes. Mixtapes kind of started creating my buzz out here. I was like the main like opening guy out here. Yeah. Whenever would come, like, that was me. That was always my bag, right? Yeah. But again, like we lived in a different era, bro. It's not the digital era. So again, I got incarcerated and then I was gone. But I kept hearing like, yo, the game here was either doing this, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. everything, right? Like even the Vancouver hip hop scene, one minute will be buzzing, then for years, nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That actually happens a lot. So, so now we're starting to take a page from like the Toronto scene and like the rest of Canada, not just the States, like the, the Canadian scene, how they're moving over there and how they're really getting the bag. And that's because they're all investing in each other, man. They're all doing yeah. their own thing independently. And that's the biggest thing. When we were coming up, the biggest thing for us was trying to get a deal, try yeah. to get, get try to get our shit to the A and R's. Now, nah, man, fuck all that. It's all yourself, yeah. yeah. It's to do it yourself, independent. Do it yourself This is you're looking at it. This is doing yeah. yourself. We were, you know, yeah. we were we were talking about that before today's episode. We were saying, you know, I found a old school picture from like 06. and I was telling uh, Creto back in the days when I used to make music that man, I used to spend time in the studio and it was like a huge like panel and everything like that. And I was like saying, it's so fucking crazy that you don't even need that shit anymore. Like you can do it on the go, your MacBook with your preamp and shit, and you're on the fly, right? All you have to do is send it to somebody that's got the knowledge of it. Somebody that knows how to (laughs) how to fuck with it on the. It's like. If you got a, a, a engineer that knows what he's doing, it doesn't matter where the fuck you record. Bro, man. I've had engineers take verses from me from a jail phone. And put yeah, that's what that's what it is, man. That's yeah. what it is. It's you a different it's, game now, man. It's a different game for sure. Yeah, bro. As long as you you, you can deliver a high quality voice, mm-hmm. 
anybody could do anything with it, right? And that's dope. It's kind of like this, like podcast. Like we brought it here. We're at the studio. Mm-hmm. You guys are freaking. But yo, I, want, I also want to commend you guys for for this. Like when I came home, Blends was telling me, he's like, "Yo, we're doing a podcast." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> It it, it just happened, man. Pandemic shit. You know what I mean? Like fucking. I remember Joe from back. I'm like, I do remember Joe. And he's like, get it the harvest. He was my dog, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I record all the time. Yeah. I used to like, we literally, what? I lived like maybe like 15 minutes from your house when I lived on Lohi. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to track up to your crib all the time (laughs) just to go record, man. We used to record bangers out of that little place. Bro, I still have, I have this computer that I actually can't access the computer only because I don't have like a, like I don't have a fucking display and a fucking like all the shit for it, but I have, I have the actual tower. And in that tower, that's one of the tower. That's one of the two towers that I had in that that's house. Legit. So that tower, that tower is full of fucking our old shit, man. That's crazy. crazy. So, so, yeah. so exactly, man. Let me ask you a cool question. So you went from you know, so you did the underground rap. So you worked with Chemo for some time. How long was that? Ooh, I still work with Chemo. You still work with him? Love, man. I still love. So <laughs> even to this day, we're still we're still cooking. That's nice. You know, not not as uh as heavy as before, but I I love having him like still in the corner whenever I need him for like a sick mix or like dope production. The next right? record he did is well, the, be... the next record that's coming out has his mix on it. Yeah. It's actually produced by this gentleman behind me. Hey. Hey. What's up, man? We also heard a lot from him. I mean, about him because of Blend <laughs> yeah. keeps telling us about everything that's going on in Victoria. Sure, so 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 here's a quick so. You you do your mixtapes and everything like that. And how did yeah. you come across uh, you know Cerebeos? How how did you guys yo check here? this out? So I I went in, did five years, came out. I came out on a Wednesday, Saturday of that that first Saturday. Latin Fest was happening here in Victoria. Yeah, and I come there. I'm there just to see everybody because it's my I'm home. You know the Latin community. I know everybody, so I was just stoked to see everyone because I knew everybody was going to be down there. Yeah. All of a sudden, like I, I'm, I'm checking my people's, and all of a sudden, boom! I, I hear this music, and we have Surveillance on stage, and he's killing it. And so right after I approach him, I'm like, "Yo, fam!" I'm like, "Yo, where can I find your music?" That shit was late. He's like, "Yo, I don't have any." Other thing. I'm like, "Yo, so you're up here performing, <laughs> but you got nothing to sell?" Like, yo, this guy doesn't even record, bro. I think, like, yo, I'll pass, I'll pass on his origin story, but that's how I met him. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I need to bring you to a studio. And I think like the following couple days later, we were in the lab and it's been, yeah, it's been it. I was actually recording yeah, on one of these. All my yeah, music. I remember you telling me. Yo, speak up. Tell them what's up, bro. So, yeah, so, yeah. So, so what's your story, man? How did, how did before you cross paths with Spectacular and started doing your music, how, how did this all start? I mean, when did this start? When did you start rapping and everything? Oh, man. Honestly, like, I was just doing it for fun because, like, before I was just doing like music, like I was uh, doing my piano studies and all that, right? And oh, so you uh, play the piano too, huh? I played the piano. Yeah, nice. I actually went to school for it. Yeah, I okay. went to the Royal Conservatory of Music. Yeah. So I was already, I was already like creating melodies and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh well, like I can kind of get into like maybe songwriting, you know? And I started writing my lyrics and kind of blending both of them together. Yeah. And but again, that was just like for fun, you know. That was just like to pass time every every once in a while. And uh, then one of my friends was like, "Yo, like this stuff sounds really good. Like, yeah, you should actually record this stuff, you know." And anyways, I wrote this one song, and uh, he was like, "Man, I know this kid that used to go to high school with me, 
and uh, he's a he's a producer, so like he he produces beats and all that, you know. He was like, you should meet him. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll, I'm down to meet him. And uh, we were in a, we were in his car, literally. And he was like, okay, first, like you should probably go to Best Buy or something, get yourself a mic. Yeah. I was like, what? What a mic? I can't do it on my phone or something. He's like, no, man, you, you need a mic. I got man. a mic. Come on. So, anyways, we go to Best Buy, and actually, this mic was on sale. It was the Blue Yeti. I think I paid like what, like 150 bucks, probably. And, uh, anyways, I got the mic. That's where the hit started. This one, the gray wow. one. Crazy. The gray one. I had, I had the gray one. Yeah, it was crazy, man. So, were you recording the back of a car? So he took, he brought his lap. So, like, Mkata brought his laptop. I started recording, and. Uh, he was like, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll take whatever you did in the back of the seat. Like, you know, I was just in the back, literally this, like holding the mic in the back and holding my phone and I had some lyrics written. It did, you, hilarious, man. did you record Havana Nights? Hell, but, man, it was, it was Havana good. Nights in the trunk? Or uh, in the no, back? no, no, no. Havana Girl. Actually, Havana Girl, Eddie, yeah, yeah. Eddie Vogel, oh, okay, yeah, yeah no, that one. And I recorded that. That was heavy. That was a hit. But you know, you're saying, you're saying like, it, like you're saying it like it's ghetto and shit. But actually, if you think about it, bro, like recording in a car is not a bad idea because the car is soundproof. It's bro. not. Like, it, you know, inside. Yeah, we, we inside the car yeah, is soundproof. Yeah. We we all have a story of how we started recording the first time. Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, you know, everybody does. I mean, so I mean, yours was not ghetto at all. I'm yeah. telling you right now. We went. Oh, I mean, try right. try recording with the uh, what happened. We went to the old to bay. Run. We went to the old bay marina to, to record it in like a parking lot. It was hilarious, man. Like late at night, like at nine p.m. Ten. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can. Hear you. Oh, okay. Can, uh, is it still recording? Yeah. Oh, is it my bad? Because I just saw something on the screen say it stopped. It's still going. Okay. Oh, my bad, man. Keep going, man. Sorry. So you said uh, you went to the. Oh, good, bro. Yeah, we we just went to a spot out here, uh, like old bay marina. And we all chilled, like, by the beach and recorded. It, it was fun, you know? And then after that, like, it was just like that. I just recorded for fun, you know? And uh, uh, sorry to interrupt you, bro. What, what what age did you say this was What uh, when you made your first recording? Um, Maybe 16. 16. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. not bad, man. Yeah, well, I was yeah. so, 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 so you came from, from Cuba before, Cuba, or yeah. did you actually? Yeah, no, no. So how was, did you end up in Vancouver Island? I was born in Cuba. I was born in Cuba, <laughs> okay. uh, the island of the youth, Nueva Gerona. And um, uh, my dad was working in Varadero, which is like the more... I've been there before. It's beautiful. Touristic area of yeah. Cuba, you know, like most people go there when they go visit because they don't want to see, you know, the other side. Yeah. Cuba, which is, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, anyways, man, uh, it's beautiful out there, man. I, I, I think it's one of the top two beaches I've actually ever been to in my life. I've been to Cuba yeah, I've, I've ever. Nice that that is like the most blue, like ocean I've ever seen, man. Absolutely. And most yeah, calm. Yeah. It's calm too. Yeah. I don't see much like waves coming out. You know what I mean? It's just calm. Like that's nice. Yeah, actually, I, I didn't yeah. go home for like maybe thirteen. 13 years and last year I was I had the chance to go I went with a yeah. friend of mine and uh, I went to Varadero and I stayed at, at a whole like uh, 
So do you do you get your music out there too? Like do people listen to I mean do you get it pushed out there or is there yeah, restrictions uh, in it? Well no, when I went there a friend of mine was throwing a quinceañera for for yeah. his daughter and I opened up for the for the whole thing. It was it was oh, that's so nice. nice, you know? Yeah, and people were just awesome. I was hoping to throw a music video, but I didn't really get the opportunity. Not enough time, really. You know, and if you go out there, you kind of want to have those contacts lined up already, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. I kind of was, you know, on a blind spot, so I didn't really know anybody. I just went back home to see how it was. It was still blessed, you know, but it is what it is. Sometimes. That's yeah, what man. it is, man. It sounds like a good story. So you ended up, so your family ended up in in, in Vancouver Island, and then from there you just yeah. decided to just take off. Yeah, my my dad remarried, and uh, it was blessed because you know, like I was able to be part of that picture. Like yeah. most times, the kids stay over there. You know, their parents yeah. move especially on. especially at that age. You know, exactly. it's it's hard for uh, it's hard for a parent to get their the 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 visa or the paperwork for exactly. for a kid that's. At an older age already, you know what I mean. Very so true. you're blessed yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. I was I was like eight years old, so you know, it was good. You mm-hmm. know, I mean. Oh, okay, okay. No, no. So you were you were you were pretty I'm young. Still though. pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, man. So, so another question I have for you is that I saw that you actually worked with this thing called uh, what the video game. Uh, what's oh, it called? Um, yeah. see, I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer, but Cyberpunk. I know about oh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah. 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 So. How, so you were on the soundtrack of that, and you know you have so many reviews on that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you want to talk about that process, how that went? I mean, yeah. How did you I, get that lined up and everything? I couldn't have done it without uh, my friend Johnny, Johnny Graves. Uh, we yeah. met, we met like maybe three years ago. Uh, we actually did one of the festivals out here with Flandia together, which was really nice. You know, nice crowd. Uh, he always showed love. You know, and uh, it's I guess. You know what they say, you know, first impression always counts. We did we did a song yeah. together way, way back. Yeah. Um, and from then on, I don't know, like, we were there that night and we were just vibing together. We really blended really well, you know, and we created yeah. some magic. You had chemistry. You had chemistry yeah. from the start. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, he worked fast. I worked hella fast, too. Like, it was just, yeah. you know, a quick match, you know. And... Um, Anyways, after that, like, I, I didn't see him for a long time, but we got reconnected, and he, he knows that um, I'm Latino, and I do a lot of Latin music, and, you know, I follow my Latin roots and all yeah, that. Yeah. And uh, he hollered at me. He's like, yo, I, I have an opportunity for you. And he introduced me to one of his producers from L.A. He's mm-hmm. originally from Canada, but he's mostly in L.A. And... Um, mm-hmm. He works with a lot of different artists, celebrities too, um, like Baby No Mula. Like he did, he did music with him. Uh, Baby mm-hmm. No Mula, I think he's from Vancouver, and he blew up with this one song, La La or something like that. And um, yeah. okay. Anyways, I I met with Conrad, and he's like, "Listen, man, like we need some Latin tracks for uh, Cyberpunk 2077. It's a big video game that's gonna come out next year." I'm like, wow, like, what a what an opportunity this is, you know? So I really took yeah, it definitely. seriously. I took it seriously, and I and I put myself to work, and 
And we hit it off, and I recorded four tracks, and all four of them went on, which is which That's was surprising, sad, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, they usually, you know, uh, that's crazy, man. That they put all four recordings all on the soundtrack. Yeah, all four of them. They so you're pretty much the entire. You're like a big chunk of that soundtrack. Then I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much, I guess, because most artists that were on there did like a maximum of two songs. Not even most of them did one. You know, like yeah. ASAP, look at ASAP Rocky. He's he's also got a song in the in the video game. He only did one. Where me and jo- me and Johnny, we got about four or five tracks on it. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. You guys did the album together, too. Yeah, they got an album together, too, that we've heard. He produced the whole thing, and I I did my vocals over at my home studio. And yeah. Yeah, he did a crazy job with that. Like, I'm, I'm blown away by what he was able to create. He did a really good job. That's awesome. And I've seen the reviews of that, man. I mean, I'm not a gamer. I really, I've never been a gamer, but I, 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 I know when I keep eye on what's, what's out there and I saw the reviews that you're getting for those tracks on that. I didn't know it was four, though. I thought it was actually only, originally only one. Well, Dinero, Dinero made it to the act. Dinero is the one that I oh, yeah. that Glenn was talking yeah. about a while ago. Dinero's like the one that blew up within the game, you know? So it's, it's in the actual radios in the game. You can actually, like find it and play it over and over again no matter how many times you want to play it uh the other four are just kind of like mix and match within the within the game yeah mm-hmm. like whichever part or like the area stuff, right? exactly yeah, like you know you have the valentinos you know how the long? latin community in the video how game long did it take to record all the four songs um it was really it was pretty much scattered so okay. possibly like maybe like I don't know. I did one song like one month, and the following month, oh, it, it was really like it wasn't really set. You know, yeah, it yeah. wasn't really timed. It was just out the of fact the blue, like four random, was crazy, super yeah, random. And that was on Van. You recorded? Where did you record the song? I, I recorded it at Johnny's uh, home studio, yeah, uh, right? where he was living. Okay. Uh, I think he he was living like around Oak Bay area, like just before that Oak Bay Oak Bay High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, is Oak Bay in the island or is it yeah, in, the island. In, the, yeah. in the island? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my bad. I, I just, <laughs> I'm still learning the areas. Facts, facts. Yeah. You know, shout yeah. out to Johnny Grace. He's yeah, yeah. I met him that time. You guys were here. You guys recorded something. I wasn't even finished. This sounded amazing. I was like, wow. Yeah, bro. It's really talented. You guys together are talented. He's actually on the on the theme song now. I just oh, yeah. learned that he's on the theme song of Beyblade. Beyblade, yeah, you know yeah, that cartoon. He, yeah. He's like, it's nuts. He's got the theme song now. Yeah. For the really. Yeah. That's tight, That's crazy, man. That's so, so what is the new projects you guys are working on at this point now? So you guys are just working as a as a duo right now, or are you guys working as a group? with spectacular, or we got we got two projects together that are still unreleased. Yeah. They're just in the mixing process. But he's a solo artist, bro. I'm a solo artist. You know what I'm saying? But we we come together and do like these little EPs together. Just yeah, like, yeah. But they, we had that on deck. The thing is, we're just working on visuals now. Yeah, well, I came today and I already saw like two. I was like, Jesus. She's goes uh, pretty sick on the camera. Yeah, and everything's in house, fam. All yeah, the videos, every, yeah. our production, our recording, our mixing. You guys just all in house. Yo, Gisco, here. Take That's me. what's up, man. That's what's up, man. This is Gisco right here. He's a cat. Yo, yo. He's like the engineer, cameraman. How you doing? How you doing, man? Oh, nice to meet you. So, this is, yeah, like, no, this is uh, concrete. Quick. 
and then up top is a drill. Dope. What's going on? So What's like, going on, man? We used to make music so you, back in the day and stuff. Sick. Yeah, I mean, we all have a little music background. I mean, some of us kept doing it. Some of us went different directions and everything like that. But so you do the main sound engineering for for uh, so what's the crew's name thing? So uh, we call it a little studio and our sort of little record label, Capital Wave Entertainment. Yeah. And, okay. Um, yeah, it's just a little studio out of Victoria. Uh, yeah. Interesting. The building that we're in is a lot of like heavy metal artists, and we're really the only hip hop ones in here. So um, yeah, it's kind of a cool vibe in here. But uh, yeah. So I don't do all the engineering. I'm more of a producer and I also do the yeah. videos okay. and stuff as well. So, um, okay. yeah, I focus more on like the actual beat production and, um, filming music videos and editing and stuff like that. So, so what kind what, of, uh, you said, uh, sorry, Joe, go no, ahead. No, go, no, my bad. Go ahead, man. My, my bad. Uh, just, just a question for you. You say you're a producer. What, what, what kind of, uh, how, first of all, first of all, uh, what, what's your age? Uh, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay, so you're a trap. So you're a trap producer. Well, it's funny. I'm kind of born like in the middle. So like, uh, so you like, so you like, you fuck with the beam bo- boom box. Yeah, too, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I find right, I'm kind right. of almost trying to uh, bridge the gap in a sense. So it's dope to be able that's, to work with awesome. uh, spectacular, for instance, because he's more focused mm-hmm. Which on is, boom bap stuff. Which, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, but then I also get to work. Because you got you got spectacular <laughs> that, that he's all about. Like he's my era, right? Yeah. And then you got. And you got the young buck right there to your left. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know it, it, it's so it's so crazy to see how many uh, generations are just blending together. Because you still also, I mean, you got our era. I mean, we're we're from the mid '80s, early '80s. Some of us grew up in the mm-hmm. late two, '90s, early 2000s. Mid 2000s was really our, you know, bread and butter that time frame. Like that music we grew up with. But like seeing how you guys are mixing in and blending all this, it's it, I think it's great, man. I think what mm-hmm. you guys are doing is great. But have you faced any challenges during, you know, this pandemic, especially with, with recording videos? I mean, do you have like a crew? Do you have to follow? Or is there like you guys, you know, I know that there's a lot of health code things that are just all over the place, you know, yeah. snitching so there. You know, what it's I mean? actually like, been a very interesting situation. And like it's actually as far as COVID goes, worked out in my benefit in a lot of ways. So yeah. um, this studio opened up around the time that COVID was happening. Um, so I got it just in June, about six months ago, was when I moved into here. Um, yeah. And at the time, I didn't really know very many rappers in Victoria. I'd been producing for about eight to nine years, um, but really just sort of keeping to yeah. myself, okay. releasing solo stuff. And I would work with people in Vancouver. Like I'd send beats to people like Mercules and stuff like that. And they've hopped on a couple of my tracks before. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, for the most part, I didn't really know that many people in Victoria. So um, because of, uh, COVID and everybody sort of being locked up, a lot of the other studios in Victoria start to close down and it's actually yeah, become to the point where I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> we're really the only hip hop studio in Victoria, which is kind of crazy. That, that's fine. Really? So you guys are like that's the pioneers. Yeah. You guys are like that's the pioneers great, in the area. You guys are keeping that's it going. A great, that's a great market for you guys. And you guys can get, you guys can get the bag. Out exactly. There. <laughs> so although, uh, COVID has yeah. been a tough time for everyone, uh, in that sense, yeah. it definitely mm-hmm. worked out for me, and it's uh, brought upon opportunities to meet Carlos and meet Cerbeos and uh, meet Blends. Uh, none of this yeah. stuff would have happened yeah. if it, uh, COVID didn't happen. I don't think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. no <laughs> try to look for the for the uh, you know the positives in the in the, the bad situation. Well, I know you guys. I know you guys just. I know you guys just got everything underway, man. And I just want to. I just want to send blessings your way, man. Hopefully, everything works out how you guys want it. Thank you, man. Sure. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was telling Spectacular and Cerebellos him blends before you hopped on that uh, 
the thing I actually love about Vancouver Island is that it has this blue collar feel still. I mean, compared to Vancouver, I mean, you don't have that white collar type of, you know, Ferrari driving. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And I love how that complements the market of hip hop out there. And I think that's why it actually has more authentic artists out there in the sense that uh, it basically, uh, I feel that there's a lot of potential for growth. Mm-hmm. You know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Do you see the same thing happening when you're working with us? Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, one thing that we're trying to really do differently here is that um, this guy's feeding fucking chocolate, frozen timbits. (laughs) Yeah, cookie dough to me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, I think like as far as um, that stuff, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Do you you want to remind me of the question? So basically like with the blue collar, you know, complimenting the hip hop scene and there's a potential of growth. In, in Vancouver Island compared to other cities in Canada, especially. I, I I mean, how do you see the industry and the potential of that growth right now? Yeah. With everything that you're working I think with? Uh, previously in Victoria, things have been quite segregated. A lot of people have sort of stick, in, stick to their own groups and their own cliques and stuff like that. But I feel like what we're really trying to do here is bring people together and make a real team and all uh, contribute. Because mm-hmm. I think like, you know, you can only go so far as a singular person. And uh, if we all fill in the yeah. different gaps and we're really able to offer each other different avenues, like, for instance, I'm not much of a rapper, but having these guys here yeah. on my beats will make the whole track together, you know? So unity, unity is exactly, power, man. Yeah. Unity is How long have you been producing yeah, for? Yeah. Uh, probably about 10 years now. 10 years? Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what's up, yeah. man. What, what's the difference between when you you work with heavy metal groups, right? No. Um, Before, you haven't? Or is it just, just strictly a, yeah, hip-hop? Yeah, it's just a coincidence that the studio happens to have a lot of heavy metal artists in here. But no, I haven't worked with any heavy metal artists personally. Uh, have you guys ever considered doing something like trap metal just as for fun? I do have a, have you guys ever thought I of do have a homie who uh, metal. lives in Vancouver who does that sort of music. Yeah, like metal music with trap yeah. beat on it. Yeah, he plays That's like electric like. guitar and he'll send me electric guitar loops and I'll add trap drums over them and send them back to him and he'll sing over it. <clears throat> I was never like too big. I was, I was always a hip hop head, like ever since like I was a fucking young and right ever since I can remember. But I remember when I first started hearing uh, bands, I, I don't even know, like bands, maybe like gym class heroes and shit like that, that they mix the whole like rock shit with the, with the rap shit. Like I always liked that shit. I, th- I think, I think that shit is so unique and like, it's just cool to to see on stage a band like playing hip hop, you know, like, like an actual rock band playing hip hop. Yeah. Like that shit, it just it sounds so amazing to me, man. Uh, but but, but you know what? It, it, it's true. I mean, it, it blends two different genres mm-hmm. together, like the metal scene, because yeah. you know the metal scene. I I feel like you know it's also dealing with the same issues that hip hop is dealing with, because you know a lot of um, hip hop music. I mean, it's not as popular as it used to be in the sense of commercialized. I mean, you yeah. still have those same, you know, I'm talking about like the general base. Like, I'm not just talking about the hip hop heads or the people that just strictly love hip hop, but the same issues happening with metal. You know, in the 80s, they dominated the fucking market. And then yeah. it just died after like the grunge era, like with Nirvana and shit like that. And mm-hmm. I feel like hip hop and metal kind of been in the same same page. And it, I think that blending it, it actually, you know, kind of brings fan base from different genres to listen like so imagine instead of bales did a metal song on oh, spanish uh, <laughs> and, uh, that, that, not only yeah. that but it would blend two different oh, yeah. genres i mean you would have 
Yeah. And there's a and there's there's a huge market for that Spanish rock shit. Like holy fuck, it's probably more Spanish you know, rock <laughs> lovers out there than there is Spanish hip hop lovers. Let me right? tell you something, okay? Let me tell you something, right? So you know, I'm descent Central American. Blends knows that. Creto knows that, right? So you know, my family is originally we're we're from El Salvador, but you know, my family's all over the place, like Panama, Nicaragua, everything like that, right? And I went to this Latin festival, and I've been to a lot of Latin festivals, like in Vancouver, up in Canada. And I went to one out here in Seattle and I'll never forget, you know, you got, you know, the, the tropical stuff that we're used to, you know, then you got your cumbias and then you got your salsa and everything like that. But then the thing that just shocked me is at the very end, you just started seeing a shitload of like South Americans. And then they just brought this like straight up, like heavy metal shit that I've never seen in my life. And they were just like screaming on the track, but people were going wild. They were actually going more wild then you know the salsa shit which is you know mm-hmm. the authentic traditional stuff right yeah and it just shocked me to know that that's such a huge market out there like it is it is fucking it really huge is. especially especially like in those countries that you said like those the central the su- america and the southern, southern i think it's more Latin south man I, I would say the like southern yeah yeah, yeah argentina yeah. uruguay mm-hmm. and like like all those countries like Bolivia. You know, like in, in dominican there's not one fucking person that likes rock music <laughs> like you know what i mean but but like yeah it's, it's it all depends where you're at bro yeah man it's it's just great so it's just to see that blend i mean that's so much potential i mean i think you guys would kill it man because it, it's victoria too it has that it has that vibe you know what i mean what do you guys think about that blend i think it's dope like um i was just gonna think of something um no, I was just thinking when you were talking. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just thinking about something. What I was going to say is um, as far as, like, the videos go, I think, like, because um, you had asked me earlier about um, if uh, COVID, the like, pandemic yeah, that didn't affect the videos at all. And, like, it's actually sort of a similar situation where I saw that, like, Surveos and stuff uh, was doing sort of that crossover music. Like, he already sort of is not necessarily rock, but he's doing that really with Latin and Canadian music. I don't really see a whole lot of that as far as on the West Coast of Canada, really anybody doing that. So... I know it's really popular yeah. in the States with how close um, those uh, countries are to the States, like Mexico and stuff. There's a lot more Latin music over there. But in Canada, I, I don't, I can't think of a single Latin Canadian artist. So, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. As far as videos, yeah, we really, I just looked um, and saw that he didn't really have a whole lot of visuals. Um, and me and Carlos just decided to team up and just do the videos ourselves. I mean, I hadn't really had much. You guys are doing a great Thank job, you. too, from what I've seen. <laughs> uh, the previews that no, Blends no, has yeah. showed me, that's yeah, fucking tight. The next two videos, man. You're going to be like, holy shit. And we're just getting next started. Like, I've, been, I've, I've always dabbled in video editing for fun with friends and stuff. Oh, I've never yeah. done a music video before. So this is only my first sort of uh, venture into it. So Hey, there's always me. a first time for everything. Exactly. Right? And I'm glad they're allowing me to really experiment and try this out. But uh, I think it could really have a cool future with yeah. like the reaction I'm getting Trust me, Blends is your number I, one critique. I'll tell you, it's your shit. shit right? I was gonna say, like, who are your like influences as a producer? Like, what? Who do you listen to that gives you like motivation to be a producer? Like, what's, who's yeah, your, who's your favorite? Um, so like, my biggest focus on being a producer is like a lot of people can you know program the drums these days with a computer. It's so easy to click it in, but there's a lot of like soul. I think that's missing in a lot of music and like texture yeah, the biggest true. thing that i find mm-hmm. um so those two things is what i really focus on when i'm trying to get inspiration but as far as artists yeah. and producers that i'm really inspired by um for boom bap stuff i've always loved dj premier i just didn't know he has that warmth and that grittiness to his drums and it just has this, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know orchestra feeling and it just really fills the room all his beats it's dope um 
And then as far as like trap music, I'm a huge fan of Wonder Girl. She's the female producer out of Toronto who's done a lot of stuff for Drake yeah. and Travis Scott. Um, yeah, she's like crazy at what she does. <laughs> so good with all the textures and all the 808 drums and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely been a huge inspiration of my music. What about you, Sir Bales? Who do you, who are your influences? Listening DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Another one. <laughs> who are you influences? Like, who do you like, like artists? Artist wise, yeah. Okay, so it's who, actually funny because, you know, like on my Spotify, I'll be adding all these, like, okay, this, this song is catchy, you know, or whatever. But yeah. I, I stick a lot to my Latin roots, man. I just listen to <laughs> course, Bad yeah. Bunny. I listen to Bad Bunny a yeah. lot. Uh, Anuel, Osuna. John Zeta. Bravo Alejandro. Yeah, I listen to all those guys. I, I will not give a crap about those Canadian artists. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. So you know, you're, you're with me. You're not feeling Drake or nothing Cause I, like that? Because, you know, I, I can do the same flow you're doing, but can you really pull it off with the Spanish flow? You know, like, it's just different, you know? And, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, everything in Spanish, I feel it's way more saucy. It's, it, it's got, it got flavor. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You mix it it's up. It's funny you say that because... The the whole Spanish trap thing is it, it, it's a it's a lot newer gener like gen like when you compare it to the like American and like the English trap that we know yeah like the, the Spanish trap is kind of young on the scene yeah. but when I first heard Latin trap I just fucking fell in love with yeah. it bro like I, I I was just I was blown away man like when I when I started hearing shit like like uh like you're saying like Bad Bunnies and the 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 Osunas on 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 trap beats or exactly, like right? like it, it, it's just it's just, it's just yeah it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, that right? same flow can blend within everything whether it's a, a reggaeton yeah. whether it's a, a tapeton yeah. anything like that yeah it just yeah. I, I feel I feel that um you know looking how to how you know if you look at just American music in general in in the 90s how popular it was to it's kind of like a downfall because it feels that you know record companies don't want to invest anymore the way they did they just want to make a quick dollar and move on to the next Mm -hmm. artist and i feel like it's kind of like um what's the word i'm looking for maybe you guys can help me out with it's kind of um well let's say it like this it's kind of been watered down to the point where it's just move on to the next artist but it's oversaturated oversaturated. exactly But but if exactly but it feels like um you know with latin music in general there's still that effort that's still that that songwriting is still there you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. it, it, it still gives you that feel the lyrics still you know even if you look at like a bachata you know what i mean it still has that feel even to today's shit and it yeah. feels that that's what i think that's what the difference is even though they rap to something similar on a beat exactly. the, the the feeling and the soul is is actually in, in the spanish mm-hmm. stuff i mean well i, I mean do you do, do you think how what reaction are you getting Cervales, from all the all the people out there I, I, listen to you I get a, I get a lot of love from like both sides but like you you will you can see that I get way more love from my land from my land music like, yeah. for carajo, like you know like I made it up to like almost 34k you know like on Spotify 34k, 34K plays you know 34,000 plays you know like it, it's you can see that there's a lot of love behind that you know with the within the Latin community if you let people know, okay, you know, oh, I'm dropping a Spanish song, you know. I mean, I have a lot of people, I'll be like, oh, okay, I, I don't understand what he's saying, but I really like it. Like, 
you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, with my English stuff, you know, like it, it's been it's been up and down, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, have you actually kept track of the majority of who actually follows you? Like in what countries? Like, I mean, which countries are giving you the most love oh, right now? Spotify, oh, Spotify, Spotify tells you. Yeah, I get a lot of love from like, from uh, America, like just, you know, in America and Europe, mm-hmm. usually like the United States and Europe, those two. Yeah, UK, UK, Germany, exactly. like it's crazy how those countries like they don't they don't even like speak our slang or really understand what the fuck we're saying, but they're huge on 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 this yeah. movement over Absolutely. here. Man. They love it, man. Yeah. yeah. Right, man. That's why I was like hopefully <laughs> crossing my fingers here like within the next year or so if things get better, I think that we should all try to aim for, you know, countries in Europe cuz there's a lot of people that support like artists like us that basically we're trying to make a name for ourselves, you know, nobody really knows. Yeah, bro. But bro, I know, but- I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of like people that, for example, like shit won't be going the greatest for them here, like in this market, yeah. but they'll move somewhere like, like Japan or something. Yeah. And they'll fucking make it out there because, because they love that shit out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, I mean, look, at, look at it, it's press, a market huh? for it, man. I mean, press is a good example, right? Press is from Toronto. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't really mm-hmm. make it out here. Like in Canada, he really made it out in the UK. The UK showed him mm-hmm. love. UK put him on the map. Then he started... Th- then he made that remix with uh, Tory Lanez. And then, then yeah. he got attention from Canada because Tory Lanez was big in Canada. Well, you know, the, the crazy yeah. thing is that if you look at Drake's career, it kind of went similar. You know what yeah. I mean? He came down to the States and then he made it big down here. And then he went back to Canada. And now everybody says that they've been on top since he's been big. I have a question for you, Cervales. You know, you being Cuban and everything like that, right? Yeah. I, what has the Florida market ever reached out to you in any way? Because yeah, I mean, that's I got, a big. I got a connect in Miami. I know, like, uh, re- actually, they're doing really well right now. Uh, one of their major artists, his name is uh, Chris Tamayo, and he's worked with a yeah. lot of big uh, Cuban artists like El Chulo, El Camel. There's a lot of them, and and he's he's really making it big in uh, Miami right now and he even had like his ads up in New York like you know those screens on like towers yeah, where yeah his his yeah. Uh, album was straight up like right on there wow like that's that's how big he's made it so far with this group called that's big, media and actually what what these what this group does is they help um especially latin artists come like bring yeah. their name up you know and their products as well so, like, let's say you drop a song, you can actually drop it through them if you're a Latin artist. And uh, I, I've been trying to do that. And I actually, one of the one of the founders of that company, I talked to him personally. Um, yeah. But I, I never really, like, had the chance to, like, set anything up with them, you know? So, is, there a potential, is there a potential for you to do any tours in the coming future at all? After, I mean, of course, after the whole... 2022, travel. man. 2022 or 23, I'm hoping I'll, I'll do my first tour. You, you, is it going to be mostly in Canada or is it anything in the states too? Or I, I don't even I don't even know. I think that I think that. I mean, what the game plan? Like, what do you? What would you like to vision I, just I'd to start off? I probably hit Europe first. I hit Europe? up Europe first, and then after that, maybe make it to the U.S. and then back here, like this, nice. like <laughs> save Canada for last, because. I don't know. I always found out, okay, Canada, like, 
unless you haven't made it made it officially made it somewhere else, they won't really yeah. fuck with you. That's the thing, bro. That's the thing, bro. And even if you're like here, here's a quick example. Like, even if you're big in Canada, let's say, let's take fucking Cardinal Official. This will be my example, right? Yeah. Cardinal Official is well respected everywhere you go in Canada. Like, dude, salute that dude because like he he can rap and he's been doing it. He got oh, yeah. he can kill it, right? And yeah. he's been doing it since the fucking mid nineties, right? Yeah, now, do it for a long time. <laughs> now you come here, you come here, and you ask anybody about Cardinal Official, they'll, they'll say Cap Cardinal who? Uh, you know what I mean? They don't. They don't. You know, America does not. America does not show respect to. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell. I'll, I'll Canadian artists, bro. They I'll, don't. They just I'll, don't. I'll tell you why, man. I I actually I've been talking to a lot of people about this because you know you know I'm dual, right? So I'm Canadian and I'm American. And the yeah. thing is that you know, as you know, out here in the school systems and everything, they teach you that America first, everything second. Yeah, or it's, last. It's, and that's the I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sound hater, but but like they. But but they, they hate on the, on the but, rest no, of the world. It's not until you have Americans actually who travel abroad that actually mm-hmm. the ones that travel abroad actually come up with an open mind to see that because mm-hmm. you know the mentality out here is that a lot of people actually think that nobody lives better than us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they travel to other countries and they see that shit. Europe is like this. Canada's like this. Yeah. You know how many yeah. people tell me that, you know, they actually were so shocked that, um, let me put it in your perspective, right? A lot of people think that Vancouver, for example, is the way that you feel about White Horse. You've never been a White Horse, have you, right? Any of you guys have been? No, I don't think so. You guys have an idea of yeah. what White Horse is. Yeah. So that's how Americans think about Vancouver. But then when mm-hmm. they show up, they see it and they're like, what that opens their perspective. Yeah. So yeah. that whole American first, no matter how good of an artist you are, you not, you gotta you gotta touch them more than just with music. You gotta somehow relate to them Absolutely. to gain them. You get what I mean? If you look at all the artists, like Hollywood artists, everything like that, they actually touch the soul of Americans. And then after that point, it doesn't matter anymore after that. But mm-hmm. you can't come in there saying that, hey, we got it harder than you or something like that because nobody's going to give you the time and date, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, like you said, Kareto, like, you know how they teach. I mean, your, your daughter probably is learning that in school right now. That Oh, hey. she, knows, she, she sees it. She sees it. And what's crazy is that she's had the opportunity at her young age. She's lived in Vancouver. She's lived in Toronto. She's lived in Dominican. She's lived here in, in Illinois. So she's been all over the place. And then most of the kids here... They they've never even left this fucking county no, where we live. Never, you know I mean? ever. And, and people, they're, they're, like they're, they're just so close-minded out yeah. here, man. It's crazy, and like, and she sees that at her. She's twelve years old, and she sees that. You know, and what it's I mean? crazy. No, it, Greto has a good point. You know, uh, you guys know Bellingham, right? There's people that are born and raised twenty. Like I'm not, I'm over exaggerating. Like maybe six generations deep that have never left Bellingham ever in their life, and mm-hmm. they they think that it's a whole different time zone. They think that it's just. What's out there? They think the minute you cross the border, I mean, some people are closed-minded like that, but the ones that actually travel, the ones when you see plates from from Washington or Illinois up in Canada, those people have more open minds in the sense that they know what's up. I literally you know I mean? saw yeah. someone yeah. from Utah here in Victoria. Oh yeah, I was like, what are they wow. doing all the way out here? <laughs> Seriously, like they were driving off the highway like the other day, and I was like, Utah. I'm like, what the heck? You know, the fact is that they're up in, in Vancouver Island shows you that they have an open mind. And, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. I mean, it's even, it's even, I don't know the stats exactly, but I think it's like 60% don't have passports. Seriously. Yeah. A lot of people don't have passports. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. 
and no, it's out like, here. Yeah, out here. And, and it's like a population of like almost 400 million. Like, <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real. Like, uh, I think the market, it's just the approach, I think. That's what people yeah. have to understand. It's the approach that you won't win them with, with what you rep, but you'll win them if you touch their soul. Because mm-hmm. once you, I mean, look at Michael J. Fox. He won them over with like Back to the Future, the movie, and other movies. Now people love the fuck out of that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you got also uh, Mike Myers with Wayne's World. You know what I mean? Yeah. That whole skit started off in Scarborough, you know, in Toronto, that area, mm-hmm. Scarborough. Mm-hmm. That Wayne's World, he was a Maple Leafs fan. That donut shop is actually based on Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. but he switched mm-hmm. it up, touched their soul, made them relate. Now they love him. They don't give a fuck where he's from. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like it's the same with music. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, the like, as long as you keep it real, you know, people, exactly, people exactly. will respect you for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they will love yeah. you for that. I was going yeah. to say, yo, Crypto, you were talking about that you got something coming up. You want to record a mu- uh, music video too? You're about to record one for a new song? What? Yeah, so I have so, this. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but man, that fucking video, in case you guys haven't checked it out. Uh, Concreto came out with a fucking dope ass fucking music video, man, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, shit is it's, uh, it's a track I made uh, in in late December, and then I released it, uh, and then we made a video for it, and uh, it's it's actually it's actually like an animation video. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's pretty cool because I I I, I talked to this anim- uh, cartoon animator and shit, and the. The shit, in my opinion, it came out fucking better than I expected that it would, and it's it, it's pretty cool, man. So if you guys go on YouTube, search uh, Concreto, K-O-N-C-R-E-T-O, and then it should be the the only cartoon video that you see comes up. No. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, with with that thing that that you're saying now, it's uh, um, I just I got this idea recently, cause cause it's snowing as fuck, like it, it's snowing and it's cold, like. <laughs> I've been I've been sitting I've been sitting at home for the last two week two and a half weeks right. We've been on unemployment and shit because I work outside and like it's just it's fucking yeah. horrible. It's it's been like minus twenty five out here, which is in in Canada it's like fuck it that's like minus, minus forty. 50. It's just fucking stupid. But, cold, but right? just to add on to that. Look at the ignorance. People think that it's fucking cold in Canada when they don't realize. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's it's cold. Cold. Yeah. Like, it, it was never that cold for me over there, man. It was yeah. never that cold. Anyways. Long story short, I, I I was sitting at home the other day and I was like, fuck, like it's just so fucking cold, man. And then I was like, oh man, it'd be cool to make a, a song with a hook where it's like talking about it's like a cold world. You know what I mean? Talking about like how everybody's so this and so that and it, just talking about a cold world. And then my whole vision is like in, in like I, I don't want to give give too much too much idea on because it's a creative video that I got going and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Hope I want to hopefully shoot that uh, maybe Sunday, hopefully if I can. This site, man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's gonna oh. it's gonna be awesome. When, 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 when is you guys' video coming out? Uh, blends and everybody. Yeah, you, uh, said, you, you, said, you guys said you have two videos ready to come yeah, out. Yeah, so we got Friday. one video called Trife that's coming out next Friday. So, okay, next Friday. Yeah, so that's the premiere. Yeah, yeah, I saw a sneak peek. And that and Trife is uh, who, who's on that? So track? it's spectacular. Another dude, Jeebs, okay. Jeebs Block Royale. Oh, Jeebs, mm-hmm. okay. And reflections. Okay, yeah. And it's produced okay. by me okay. and mixed by DJ Kimo. Oh, mixed by okay, DJ Kimo. Okay, right. And then me and Carlos uh, filmed the video as well. So, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So who comes up with the ideas? I mean, for these video blueprints, I mean, is it you? Yeah, you know, or is this it one we just like there? totally did it uh, freestyle, like right off the cuff. We just uh, came up with a few mm-hmm. spots off the 
top of our heads because it was funny. We uh, had an idea to go down to this little square called Bastion Square here in Victoria, <clears throat> in Victoria, and um, we went there. And then it turned out that there was a Netflix movie being shot. So we were like, "Fuck, well, that's a bust, I guess." <laughs> Didn't expect that to be happening, and they wouldn't let us film there, obviously. So uh, we just found a really cool little corner block to film on. Uh, it was actually the street that Carlos yeah. uh, moved here to um, and grew up there. I'd probably let you uh, let him hop on it a bit and tell you a little bit more about it. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so we just uh, went to the block where he grew up and just shot some stuff there, and it turned out great. So um, yeah, but for future videos, yeah, we're definitely going to be planning it out a little bit more. But yeah, for like I said, like we're really just starting out, so these first ones have just kind of been off the cuff. But uh, definitely, it's storyboard. When you say so, it's called what is it? Capital Waves. Yeah, what, Capital Wave Entertainment. Right? Well, so when you say Capital Waves Entertainment, that this shit is legit entertainment, man. You guys are doing, doing everything. everything yeah. you guys are- <laughs> you're not giving you're not giving anybody a chance to make money. You're doing it all. <laughs> and I also come from like a web design background, so that's like sort of oh shit. Oh fuck. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I clean up. So you're, a graphic, so you're a graphic designer too. Yeah, yeah. That's what's you guys like. are looking for a banker, man. Holler at me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we the whole team. That's dope. Yeah. Like, I don't clean the bathrooms. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That, that's crazy, man. That's tight, man. So, I mean, that, I love how you guys have all done that unity thing. I mean, I'm not even taking a shot at Vancouver. I mean, of course, you know, I grew up out there, but it's like, um, I love that Victoria vibe that you guys are doing. It seems that it's more authentic. I, I'm telling you, man, it has that. You guys are united more up there. It feels that way. I, I mean, unless I'm completely wrong. No, no, you're right. Yeah, what we're trying to do here is exactly that. Yeah, really trying to make like a union of all the artists here and really show the talent that we have and really blow up. I think like we have a lot of potential here and uh, we really push for what we're uh, passionate about. I think we can really achieve greatness here. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, knowing what you guys know now, would you guys still, if, if you guys got bigger, would you guys still keep the foundation in Victoria or would you guys consider a different market like Vancouver? Well, yeah, it's funny because uh, Surveyos has mentioned this a lot and um, there's a, a lot of artists and stuff that have come out of here um, and they haven't really like repped Victoria. They really just kind of left it behind and then um, kind of repped the city that they moved to. A big example is Killy. He's a big artist that came out of Victoria, um, but I yeah. had no idea that he was even from Victoria because he really reps Toronto mm-hmm. Um and I look at people like Steve Nash and Nelly Furtado, who also aren't really from here, but um, really That's right. Nelly Furtado, I completely forgot. Yeah, about but that. they really Jesus put Victoria, Victoria on their back, and they were like, "Yo, like this is where I'm from," and blah blah blah. Always proud of it. And because Always we really don't have anybody it, yeah. like that here, like we just latch onto that. Like everyone's like, oh my God, Nelly Furtado. Like, did you know she's from the city that I'm from? Like, and that's like <laughs> five years. It's hilarious. So like. If she's we, big, yeah. man. She's fucking yeah. big. She's international. So yeah. So instead of like dropping the whole thing and pretending like we're not from Victoria, I think it would be cool to actually like keep our roots in Victoria and really grab where we're from. Why not be a king or a queen of your own city? And you can own it, own that title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not in the no open. Doubt, man. I mean, why? You can just take it, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the, there's no place like home. Yeah. That's what they say. I mean, that's what the roots are. Yeah. I mean, here's a question for Blends, because, I mean, he's originally from where we grew up in the Tri-Cities. How, how, what, what are you feeling, man? Well, I mean, since moving out there to Victoria, it doesn't feel how, – how, I mean, to put it in our perspective – what what difference do you feel uh, like compared to the how scenery is obviously different out here right like everywhere you go it's like you go to the to the beaches or the ocean it's just a nice like it's so 
there's not that many like because uh, I was in North Van for a while, and it's just like yeah, mountains yeah. on there right here. It's just like straight. Other than like the Malahat, you like literally everyone in Victoria is like flat, and you just one way highway and everything. But I think it's pretty dope. Like obviously, when I moved out here like three years ago, um, linked up with Spectacular, and then that's when he introduced me to Surveos. Um, we did a couple of shows with uh, what was it at Lucky Bar? Yeah, we did the yeah, whose shows uh, was it? We did uh, hip hop meets reggae, reggae. reggae. Uh, hip hop and, and reggae with DJ D Fresh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, we did a couple of shows there. But like, it feels like all the like arts a community out here, definitely. So like, yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah, a hub pretty much out here. So. I mean, you showed me around, man. Yeah. That, I love that shit, man. I thought it was fucking chilled, laid back. It's such a good vibe. It's such a good environment. I mean, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of drama out there. That's the best thing about it's it. It's a good right? place to post up and just be creative, man. You know? Yeah, man. But, so, 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 so spectacular, man. So, what, what is the vision? What are you? What is, what is the long term game plan that you guys out? You guys have out here right now with? Uh, for me, man, it's just uh, building pillars for the city to have something like one base or one umbrella that everybody can come and network and get most of their work from. Cause yeah. there isn't anybody really doing it. Like there is no labels over here. So mm-hmm. well, now there is capital ways, right? Exactly. So we're trying to build that right now around that, that pillar, right? Like by doing everything in house. See, like I, I'm trying to take like a page out of like what America's doing, what the East Coast is doing. Yeah. Yeah, and the, these rappers are successful because they invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, that's uh, out here. Like I, I noticed that the game's different out here. People, artists are jacking beats off the internet because they don't know producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, in major cities in the states and even little towns in the states, they don't need to do that because they have their own producers around them. There's so the demographic so much yeah. bigger for artists, producers, yeah. and DJs. So that's why, like, these small little independent labels can benefit and reap from that because then they can create their own merchandising. Everything's in-house. They don't have to mm-hmm. split royalties with no big labels. They push everything themselves. Exactly. Nowadays, these independent labels just need a distribution deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. So uh, why, why throw money at trying to get signed by a label that's going to try and do these 360 deals or these crazy lucrative messed up contracts that are always going to keep like, turn, you, turn you turn you into a slave yeah, yeah straight up so you know that's the thing i that's the thing i'm sorry i, I don't want to interrupt you but that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about record deals they think that you know you got it made just by signing something uh, but it's kind of like a mortgage you got to pay that shit back a, and they really get you back when they, yeah, when it comes to it's not only are you paying the, the money back but you're also paying an interest on top of that because they're exactly they're profit regardless and the worst it's thing business, is they keep and, they, a, and the worst business, thing right? and the worst thing is they keep your contract. You know, it, I know you guys don't have this in Canada, right? But in banking terms, it's like what we call a reverse mortgage out here. Right. It's it's the same thing where you know you're paying, you're paying, and you're not getting anything, and you don't even get to keep what's yours. You know what I mean? So it's just it's like paying off a credit card at its minimum payment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're, yeah. You're just you're just that's up, right. man. And so the game plan now is to invest in certain artists that I feel like that have the talent but don't have the really means to do it right now. And there's a few of those that are laying around that. If finances is the reason why you're, that's bringing you back from doing music, then y'all 
do something else, get a side job. Bro, most of these rappers say they're pimps, hustlers, and dealers. So, yo, invest in yourself, yeah. fam. Like, no, for real. But it's, it's, just, it's just, that's just rapping, though. Like, that, that's, that's what it is. It it's really, just though? rapping. Like, yo, like, there's some of them that are really <laughs> yeah. doing it, but are still too cheap to buy a beat for 30 bucks, guy. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, nah, Cause they don't, they don't. They, at the end of the day, they don't believe in, in themselves. You know exactly. what I mean? It's, and that's what I mean about investing in yourself. I'm not just talking financially. I'm talking about like mentally as well. Like you really have to come mm-hmm. out here yeah. because that confidence has to radiate off you, bro. If I'm trying to sell you a product, I have to look the part, be the part, or else I'm. It's not going to be real, and you're not going to buy my album. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not going to buy. My music. And like, if, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not, I, I get what you're saying, Spick. So. Mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not willing to spend a hundred dollars on you, then why the fuck would I? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. That's what it is when you're trying to push your music. That's what it is when you're trying to push your product, bro. Trying to convince people to come and record here, give us your money so we can give you a product. That's the hustle now. It's like, yo, it's not what you can do for me with your studio times. What we're gonna do for you now. And that's the yeah, difference, yeah. right? Like we we try to treat all the customers and give them top quality. For me, it's all about quality now. Like back then, yeah, I was like, yeah, "Yo, I just need to put out as much music, and I need my name to be known." You know how like that's it. That's the grind when you're young. Yeah, that's what it At is. At the end man. of the day, bro, like it's what we weren't focused on. That I wish we were focused on is having like an older homie with a student. Yeah, Say, no, fam. Like you need to be on SoCan. You need to be on this. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you see that's a difference, the right? Because I mean, when we grew, time, when we you know? when we grew when we grew up, we really didn't have a lot of that. You know, OG telling us, and it's crazy because all the shit that all of us, and I mean, every one of us in this video, I mean, this whole podcast actually went through yeah. all the mistakes, trials, and errors. Now it's that knowledge, you can, you can pass error, that to all these youngins and the tell them exactly generation. what exactly, yeah. right? We didn't have that opportunity to set <laughs> It was hard. To like, yo, bro. But what, hard. What, what do you I, think? I didn't have a homie, a big homie, be like, yo, fam, I got a studio. You don't ever have to worry about recording. You don't have to worry about. It was all trial and error, man. Like I said, I remember remember when we did our first show, man. I mean, I'm saying like 2005, 2006, when we did our first main, main big show, man, everything you can imagine went bad at that (laughs) shit, man. Our fucking lenses, fucking turntables, they they were under the stubs. (laughs) And his turntables, like the the needle popped up, oh, and no. and the oh, tracks slipped. Yeah, no, it no, just. I mean, I'm telling you right now, though. And, oh, and, and, and from that air, we all went in that car, man. We went back home because you know it was out in East Van, and we went back to the Tri Cities. And it was like a 35 minute drive. It was the most quietest drive you ever been in, man. <laughs> <laughs> nobody talked to nobody. Right. We just. Yeah. It was. I think Greta was driving, and you know he slowly just dropped everyone off one by one. You know, <laughs> nobody said nothing. It's like one week passed, and then we all talked again. We're like, we could have done that shit better, man. <laughs> yeah, but, but the Trial same thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. Always back to the drawing board, and this is what I find like incredible. Is like we knew each other so long ago in a different, in a yeah. different page, and now look, now that we're older, we're seasoned. It takes a village, and it's stuff like this yeah. is gonna help, like this gentleman. Like younger, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about it. What can we do now? As the old, now we're the older homies. I remember yeah. when there was no older homies coming down, being like, "Yo, it was, pull me up." And it, but it, tell me if I'm wrong. But you know that era when we were young. Do you feel and tell me if this is true? I mean, because I felt kind of like this, but the older folks kind of didn't really want to 
share that knowledge or help that they just kind of kept it themselves. It was like, you they know, if you're in their circle, they would let you win. It was it a different like, chase back then because back then contracts mm-hmm. shows were more exclusive because it was harder yeah. to obtain. Now you need to know everybody. You need to network to be in these shows, to be in these yeah. circles. Bro, social media has changed everything. They changed everything. Change the world, man. Everything in the the sense, like, yo, you you remember even back in the day, just trying to get on an opening act. And there was only one, two opening acts, and that was that. Now you go to shows, it's like 50, bro. (laughs) Is it it really like that now? Because now the game is this if you're an opening act, they give you a set of tickets, and you got to hustle the tickets. You you had to hustle your way to get in. Like, you know, we did the Fat Joe opening. It was like only three and then Fat Joe, but the fact that you're telling me that there's 15 openings oh, no, now, that's I'm fucking exactly, but there, there could be like, <laughs> no, but there's definitely six. Yeah, six. yeah. Okay, but that's still that's a, lot. a lot. Compared to the standards that we did back in the days, that's a lot of fucking oh, openings, bro. man. So like, like the game is, the game's changed now, fam. Like right now, they need people that's popping. These young kids that are yeah. like, they don't even care about your music. You want me to keep it real? Fuck it. People don't care about your music. I learned this a long time ago. Nobody's waiting for your album. If you think somebody's waiting for your album, you think you got the hottest. Nobody's waiting for your album. Get that out of your head. If you can put consistent work out, that is all that matters. And the only thing that matters now is how many followers you have. How many people are watching and listening. It's kind of like uh, what we're saying, the analytics. You got to make sure everything's like, looking right. Make sure now we have these things called influencers. Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Influence, to be an influencer, you have to have what? A minimum of 20,000 followers or something? Something like that. That's even so like that. considered yeah. an influencer. So exactly. we're in a different era, fam. It's all cloud chasing and, and, and attention spans are this big. The oh, attention span is terrible. Oh, That's why I mean, yeah. music has become more uh, rinsed down and easily digestible. But don't get it wrong, yeah. bars have always been there too. I hate it when people say, "Oh, hip hop's changed." Yeah, it's it's always going to evolve. Yeah, it's yeah, true. always evolve. This is just part of its evolution. Well, think about it yeah. too, right? If you if you compare the old G's from the eighties, I mean, and looking at us, what we were listening yeah. to in the late nineties, oh. early two thousand, everybody thought that shit was garbage yeah. too. If you really think about that, right? right. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, Glenn. Let's be real. I mean, I know all of us, all of us actually have an opinion of the music out today. Of course. No matter I mean, how. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, We're rock, like, what I rock with it and I don't rock with yeah. it. That's my. Yeah, it's the same, right? I feel the same way, man. Yeah. <laughs> if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I rock with it and I don't. There's a lot of shit that I'm like, yo, this is fire and it's that new age shit. And then there's a lot of shit that I'm like, no, nah, I don't fuck with this. Because I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. It. So, so I don't a, understand it exactly. A question I have here, man, Spectac. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not trying to make this a topic again, like Blends was saying. Like, I mean, he knows I bring this up a lot, but I mean, it's a true fact when it comes to entertainment. Oh, I know what's coming. <laughs> well, yeah, I know what's coming. Well, with, with the clubs being the way they are, I mean, do you guys have a plan B on how to get these shows out and going? That's what I'm man, saying. Yeah. Let the young man answer because y'all, the club scene's his scene now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what do you what do you think is gonna happen when the club scene comes back? Oh, when the club scene comes back? Yeah. If if it does ever come back, it's it's gonna be huge. (laughs) But do you think do you have a plan B in case the the club situation doesn't come back to what it was? Like say they have everything like twenty five percent open Mm. or like if people have to be spaced out, like I mean, 
Oh, are you, are you yeah. thinking of like a game? Jeez. I don't know. I, I don't think people are going to like that. You know? Yeah. I think that's going to make it really hard for people to actually go out, you know, and want to go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are just not really going to care. I don't I don't think they're going to care if like nightclubs open back up. And uh and and if you're able to go like have still having to wear a mask or, you know, social distancing, whatever, they're not really about that cuz in the nightclub you you're not going to you can't enjoy yourself if you're like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be anywhere away from with a woman. Totally stuck. Yeah. Imagine rapping with a mask on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but you see, that's the thing too, because if you take away the nightclub thing, the same restrictions still apply to arenas mm-hmm. and you know theaters. Oh, I, like I mean, you can't even watch a movie right now at a theater if you really think about you know it. Oh, what's crazy? <laughs> Everybody's hyped up on the weekend coming to Vancouver in January, which is still yeah. I, I bought tickets, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with a little group of friends, but oh, nice. it says right on the thing if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in. Actually, or technically <laughs> my, my work. You know, no. you, you, you know what the crazy you know what the crazy thing is? If you're that I heard that they pushed it back to they pushed that tour back like two, three times already, yeah, right? It says right on the website, if you're not vaccinated, you no, can't come in. But see, bro, what's crazy is, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. Uh, uh, let's switch the subject a little bit. Talk about that vaccine that blends. What was I telling you that they're, they're, the, the government fucks with you in those ways, bro. Like they have us in the palm of their fucking yeah. hands, bro. Like it's true, man. There's no the way. way they, want, they want, they want the whole world to get vac- vaccinated. Now they, they're not going to make the vaccine mandatory. They're not going to make it mandatory. But what they are going to do is they're going to say, okay, it's not mandatory, but if you don't have it, you can't come in here. Yeah. If you don't oh, have yeah. it, you can't come through this. If you don't have it, you, you can't, can't come through either, this border. Right? Exactly. exactly. You, you know, know you what I mean? You can't travel either. It, it and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, yeah, they're not making it mandatory, but it you kind of have to do it if you want to live a yeah. normal fucking life. Dude, it, it, you know, it, it pisses me off. And, and now we're talking about that, this subject here. That they're fucking so fucking strict, man. Because you know, I got a lot of family still up in Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, they fucking they, and I hate when I hear people say, "Hey, man, these people are coming from the states and just fucking things up." You have no idea the shit that you got to go through just to fucking cross that border, man. It's ridiculous. It's fucking it's ridiculous. fourteen day quarantine. They got cops showing up to where you're fucking quarantined. Yeah. They're looking at you. They're eating their lunch break while looking at you. I fucking did a quarantine in a trailer, man, in a fucking trailer. In the fucking summertime, my grandmother passed away, right? May she rest in peace. But they had a fucking cop car just, you know, parked there, eating their lunch with binoculars, man. No lie. I even actually took a picture of it. And they called you, like, every second day. And they they said, if you miss your call, they're going to show up. And if you're not where you say you are, they arrest you. And they find you. Twice. 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 I've done 28 days just in fucking quarantine because of family and shit, right? But you see, I'm I'm blessed because my job allows me to work remote, so I can actually mm-hmm. work, you know. But but what I'm trying to say is that, like like Greto says, man, they just keep putting more obstacles to it just to you know reunite with loved ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's fucking bullshit because now they're gonna make you do a fucking um uh, uh the PCR test, you know, the the test they put into your nose. You got to mm-hmm. do one before you go to Canada. And then you got to do one before you finish quarantine. 
And then now you got to do one when you come back to the States. So that's a that's three um, fucking um, uh, tests, right? But here's the great yeah. thing. In the States, the military now is now giving the vaccine. They're opening parking spots. They say by April, they're going to have everybody vaccinated in the country. They bought like 400 vaccines. But here's the thing, right? Canada says that even if you're vaccinated and you're coming from the States, they still want you to do a 14-day quarantine with the test. That's fucking stupid, man. says they're, they're trying to get you into this, like, they're pushing you to a corner where you're like, they're making it impossible. You know, you, what was it like when you came back from Europe? Shit, man. I took the um, vaccine like two times. Uh, you took the vaccine? I took, oh, no. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. The I test? took the test. The COVID, the twi- test COVID twice? test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said, like, damn, you got two COVID vaccines? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing the runner, man, bro. <laughs> yeah, and actually, it was crazy, bro, because I had to pay like $300 for that. Each time or just the the other? Oh, luckily only one time. Yeah. And and it's bad, man, because there's a lot of compassion on the grounds too, right? Like there's people that are dying that people need to come and and see family. And you're going to put them in a situation like that. And now you got to pay for a fucking hotel for 14 days. Yeah. What I was going to say, speaking of the weekend, girl, I was going to ask you this question. Did he get a Super Bowl ring? Uh, all I know from what I heard in the reports is that he paid like he paid seven million dollars, according to reports, to show up and perform in the Super Bowl. He paid. He paid out of his own pocket because you see the thing is, and I'm I'm assuming he's really banking on that album that he's coming out. That's why he's doing that tour. I mean, the guy's consistent. I mean, he's already. Re- I mean, spectacular can probably answer this question. This question, he's already postponed that tour like two, three times. Yeah, and I guess yeah, my wife. And he, my wife has been going crazy he, about that tour, man. She's like, oh, when the weekend comes, you have to buy the tickets." So I'm like, "All right." So finally, this motherfucker's coming in January. The question is, is he going to be there? <laughs> I'm going too, bro. Yo, where, it's where be my weekend's dope. I can't, I can't hate on the weekend. No, no, I'm, I'm not hating on the weekend, I'm but I'm on, saying, I'm like, on the is, is the show going to actually happen? Right. That's the question. The show, yeah, it'll happen because now they're going to encourage people. The government's going to encourage to say, though, that's people to be vaccinated. That's so true. Now that's true. Gonna, that's I feel it's going to create like a big divide because now not only do we have racism and classism, now we're going to have vaccism. You know what I mean? Oh, you're not vaccinated. Oh, my kids can't play with you. His yeah. kids aren't vaccinated. Like, yeah, exactly. Vaccinated. Oh, no. That you're, the, you're, the, you're part of the un, unvaccinated class. You, 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 know, you know what the fucked up thing is, man? This is happening all over the world. This is the conversation that everybody's having in the fucking world right now. Like, we're not... All of us are in this fucking shit together. That's the fucked up thing. But what about the people like, that it, don't have access to a vaccine or can't afford this vaccine? They're living their best life, man. They don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> but what about the ones that do? <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I only know two people right now that actually have taken the vaccine. And believe it or not, I have actually know seven people that actually contracted fucking covid and it's it's i'm not gonna lie to you man i'm not gonna release the names because i don't want to put it's, them out of, real, blast, but... out of my family out of my family it's it's real bro because out of it's my real. family and out of and out of people in our circle I, i've had about three or four people now that have had it and everybody that says that they've had it they say it's the worst fucking thing worst that thing ever- man i i have uh i have 
I have four, I would say family members too, that actually told me that it's been three, four months and they can't smell or taste anything. Jeez, so that, like, that, yeah. So they yeah. told me that it, it, they had respiratory issues. They actually went to the ICU for 15 days. And what they tell, some of them are telling me is that they actually like, it tastes like mush. Like whenever you eat anything, it tastes like oatmeal with no flavor. Oh, and man. like, like you juice doesn't even have flavor. Damn. And the doctors say to them that, you know, you can't fucking, it, it, they don't know when it's going to come back. It could take any time tomorrow or like six months. They don't know. That's They're still That's learning. Horrible, so yeah. I look at the fucking, I'm balancing the options here. I'm like, and I know Blends has an opinion on that. And I would love to hear what he has to say. Man. It's like, are you going to take the fucking vaccine? Or are you going to deal with contracting it? What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing you got to deal with, right? I mean, what do you guys think? I don't know, man. Yo, Blends. Blends left the room for a second. Blenzino's pulling a magic trick right now. Man, personally, personally, myself, like, I don't want to get the vaccine. Like, if it was, if, if I could sit there and choose, I, I would not get it. But the would thing you, is so you that, would rather contract it? Is that the like, way you would rather contract it? Yeah. I'm not going to get that. It's not about contracting it. The thing is that I'm not thinking it, about I it. it. I feel like if I get it, that's, that bottle, bro, that's what I feel. I feel I'm like if I get it, I get it. But the thing is, I'm in the States, right? And I feel like the only the only chance I have to be able to go see my mom right away or something in Canada if something happens, like it's I have to have the vaccine. Like if I want to travel to Dominican quickly, like just like that, because something happened, I have to have that vaccine. So I feel like that's what's yeah. gonna put me in the corner that, that yeah. is gonna it's gonna make yeah. me be like okay, fuck, I gotta get it. If I have to get it, then obviously like that's gonna happen, but like I'm not gonna hate them. Ain't tonight, no plans so. on like rushing to go get it. Mm. So I'm just gonna wait it out. Let me know how. It goes. Me too. I'm not. I'm not trying to get hey, it. Hey, seriously. Hey, so no, no, they actually stole that on the ticket. Is it actually like a waiver that you actually have website. to have the vaccine to show up? It's on the website. How the fuck are they gonna track that shit? Well, I guess, yo, I believe that if you get vaccinated, they're gonna put something on your ID. You're gonna get like a val- uh, passport. Yeah. yeah, you get a card. Yeah, you're like you're a card. 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 You're there's gonna be a card. It's like a, it's like a new, like a new ID. You have your vaccination ID. Uh, 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 the only way I can see it, I, I can, I don't know how they're gonna do it out here, but I can see in in Canada with the MSP card, they're probably gonna scan it and it's gonna say if you yeah, got vaccinated. But out here, I don't know how they like fuck digital ideas. I don't know. Have your. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, if you go to Africa or anybody that leaves Africa, yeah. anybody that goes in or comes out of Africa, you have to have the the fucking what's it called the malaria shot. Malaria shot, yeah. And and that, that that's been like that for fucking like decades right. out there you know what i mean like yeah and they're they're just gonna follow suit with what they're doing over there and if you don't have that shot it's like i'm sorry you can't i mean you can't fucking come to the country you know what i mean and i i agree i, I understand where blends is coming from in this point in the sense that this conversation is just fucking getting so repetitive it's like we're losing i mean it just pisses me off too i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not like all in fear like oh we got to live in this fear and shit like that but i feel that there's got to be a fucking I mean, I, I either we all do. I, I don't know, man. I don't even know the answers to this shit. But yeah. it, I just, I just, I don't think we're gonna live in the same world yeah. even after this. Well, it's the NWO now, right? It's a new world order happening. Conspiracy theorists. No, it's, <laughs> up. it's gonna be. A, it's already a different world. What do you mean? Like, 
it is. It is. Like, think about it's it. You, I mean, we were we were young enough to remember nine eleven when the whole towers thing, and that changed the way we fly. Yes. Can you imagine now how the fucking COVID thing? Like, mm-hmm. it's only going to get worse too. I mean, this is. Yeah, I feel, I feel that this is just like a warm up because ten mm-hmm. years from now, thirty years from now. When we're like in our 50s, 60s, fucking shit may be even worse than what this is, right? You know, like, yeah, even yeah. your cell phone's got like COVID notifications yeah. and yeah. shit. Yeah. So why does my cell phone have like this weird new app that says COVID no, like, to notify yeah, you? Like, yeah. It's, it's got like, COVID like, contact tracing. So if someone around you yeah. has, has that on, yeah. they get it, you get notified. You have it. Yeah. So, you they get, get, yeah, they got that. That's crazy how they do that. They like, uh, I just I just wonder how that's going to affect the music industry in general, you know, because a lot of artists' bread and butter is fucking performing, making money off that. Yeah, of course. Like, artists essentially have to give their music out for free now because there's something magical. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be something magical about a live show. Always. Yeah. And that's why people go. That's why people, the masses, we go because live shows are incredible, man, especially if you're a lit artist and you're not in the crowd. And there's how many shows have you been to where you're like, yo, I can't wait to see this person when they come out on stage. It's trash. Yeah. How many times have you been to that happened before? It's happened, bro. It's, it's happened. been broken. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But, but, but that being said, Spick, that being said, every time that I would see an artist where they they weren't as great as I thought on stage, just my whole feeling of them doesn't change because the perspective I have in my in my brain, like when I was young, we couldn't connect with artists through this fucking thing. You know what I mean? We couldn't. Like we couldn't see. It was we couldn't see fucking. It was plug see fucking the cordless phone. Forty videos. Forty videos of this artist. Like it was exactly. We were lucky. Phone. We were we were lucky if we could see like maybe two or three videos of our favorite and artists. You know what I mean? Much so, music. Yeah. So, so to us, to us, <laughs> artists, artists were way above us. They were like, they were like Dude, gods. You know. What I, I, mean? I remember we actually had to wake up at like three a.m. just to get the fucking Up and Smoke tour fucking tickets. Yeah. Back in early two thousand, because back mm-hmm. then Ticketmaster was like you had to click on and your internet connection could have got lost. Because remember AOL? You know when you answer the phone and go, battling <laughs> <laughs> like, up. Yeah. You had to be up on that shit, man. You had to be like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But hey, I got a question for uh, Cerveos and Spectacular yeah, here. Um, if this shit continues, then so what do you guys think? Will artists have to you know pick it up, and how? What avenues are they going to have to get creative with to actually make money if these shows are out of the option? What do you guys think? Oh shit, man! Uh, when it comes to like performances, it's yeah. going to stick to a minimum. That's why they're actually doing. Like a in-house live performance, you know. If you're lucky enough, you know what I'm saying. You practically when you're doing an IG live, that's what you're doing. You know, you're doing mm-hmm. like a live show for your your fans or whoever follows you or likes your music. You know. Um, yeah. But to keep up the action, I think that artists will just have to kind of do what we're doing right now. Keep dropping music. Keep dropping videos. Let people know that you're active out there. You know you, you still got lots of projects coming. That, yeah, uh, yeah. That you got music for them because I think that music right now is a big thing and it could be something healing for the entire world because people of course. like they're saying right now that Canada is actually one of the only countries that like there's so many people like I don't know seventy percent of the world is just under depression. 
Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And um, yeah. and I think that music can can possibly impact things. You know, in a oh, way. of course. Do you think the music attention feeling, span? Man, it's a do you think the attention span is going to create a factor though? Because you know, with the new generation, a lot of the attention span yeah. is like one minute in and one minute out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People are short span for sure. Well, that's why you have to create it's, content now, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. Even when we live in COVID times, look what's in front of us right now: a microphone and a laptop. Yeah. yeah. True. So there's no excuse yeah. for music not being produced or music not being made because essentially we yeah. can all make music from our room as long as we have a laptop and a mic. We record our verses and we send it to somebody in a studio or to somebody that has the knowledge of mixing and we have a track. Exactly. Essentially, nobody, whoever really records anymore together. Think about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who does that. I think that was like, I I saw someone in the studio last night. Yo, yeah. It's once in a while you'll hear that. Yeah. It's like, yo, so and so sent me this and I just jumped on. It's like a text message now, right? Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. It's so normal now to do shit digitally. Like right now, we're all hanging out, but we're all in different places. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Different times. You, you saying that, you saying that, Vic, I know that you were locked up for a while. How was it for you? Get uh, when, when did, You said you did five yeah. years? That's crazy. So how was it for you going in because – when you came out, I, even five years is a long time. Like a lot of shit changes in five years, bro. Yeah. So how did you feel? How did you feel when you came out and you saw, for example, the style of rap that was being made and the way the people are dressing? Because in five years, a lot has changed, bro. Facts. Um, when it comes to music, like I always had access to music. I, okay. I would always like get the new guys who came in and I'd fill up their pen pack with CDs. So I'd be like, yo, do you got anybody sending you CDs? They'd be like, no. I'm like, okay, I'll throw you a couple shirts. Let me fill up the CD section in your pen pack. And boom, I'll even buy some for you. Mm-hmm. So when it came, and that's crazy that, that I just said that too. CDs. It's crazy how that transition happened because, you know, if we go back to 06 when we're all making music and everything, I, I remember mixtapes, people at the clubs giving you actually CDs, but we still had MySpace and that was kind of like the start of a fucking, you know, the streaming shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the street, that, MySpace is the very first streaming thing I've ever seen where you upload a song, you upload a little yeah. picture with it. Yo, that like grandfathered so many of these streaming platforms. No yeah, doubt, yeah. Right. and you know it's that fucking crazy. It was the smartest thing, in my opinion. Tell me what you think. Yeah. That music industries. I remember everybody was downloading CDs yeah. and ripping them, and nobody yeah. was getting paid, and everybody was complaining, Napster, everything. But it was so fucking smart that they came up with the streaming service where, if you really think about it, you're renting music yeah. every month, mm-hmm. and you're paying yeah. every month just to rent the music. That was the smartest it's, thing because everybody it was, stopped it downloading. Genius. Everybody stopped. It was you remember yeah. when you used to download music and it was like the shitty quality yeah. one and you hated Bro, that? Yeah. To, you hate this version. I'm sure I'm sure you guys can relate, but I used to when I was I must have been like in grade nine or some shit like that. Yeah. I must have been maybe like fucking 14, maybe 13 or something. And I remember I I, I was one of the only people around my friends and family that had a a, CD a, 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 a CD burner. So I would download shit on Napster. Bro, I would download shit on Napster and fucking I would burn hella CDs 
and fucking sell them to people. You know what I mean? So I was, I was literally making money. I, I, I got I to gotta think to that, man. Um, you know, my, my brother-in-law was actually one of the first people that I knew back in 1997 to actually have a CD burner. And at the time, it was like a two-speed, okay? And I remember I did my first mixtape, and I had only four songs on this mixtape. So I bought a shitload of fucking blank CDs, and it took like, I'm not lying to you, man, like four and a half hours just to burn one CD. <laughs> I remember that. That's how long it took. Man, that was terrible, man. It was like, hard at the time, too, right? So it was so fucking yeah, bad because you know, I only had like 10 mixtapes on hand. That's all That's I could so have. Wild. Like, I mean, that was like five yeah. weeks of fucking yeah, burning. dollars thirty a pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was making for a young kid. I was yeah, I, I was making money. I was like, I was like, utilizing you know your tools, which is blood. It was, yeah, that's right. And I would get pissed off when somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I'll listen to it later." I'm like, what the fuck you mean? Four and a half hours, man. Ask a question, fam. Like, it was different because I didn't know what Instagram was. I didn't know what all these other little platforms were. So yeah. come out yeah. and everything's different, at least digitally. Yeah. Social media, like I already we would know what Facebook, obviously. I, that was my social media just before I went in. But then I came out to like now there's TikTok. There's this bro. I I, I don't really mess with none of all that. I, I stayed with the gram. I fuck with the gram and I barely fuck mm-hmm. with Facebook. Yeah. I, that, that's as far as I go with like social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I'm a I'm an old head, man. I don't I don't fuck with social media. I just started doing Instagram like not even a fucking year ago. Like, because <laughs> these guys, cause these guys were always making fun of me and shit. Like, because hey, hey, tell me if you guys tell me if you guys think this is right. I mean, this is true. Uh, Blends probably always talks about the newest, latest shit, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, does he do that to you guys? Because he's always telling us, like, hey, you got to go. Like, what the fuck? I'm just, I stopped at Instagram, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Instagram mm-hmm. is the my final destination there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I could do Snapchat or whatever the fuck everybody else. TikTok. I don't want to lip sync with. You want to dance you know? all up in the video? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I see my neighbor. I see my neighbor. She actually bought lights. And I see her with her fucking phone. And she's dancing, yeah. and I know she's doing a TikTok Dude, video. Uh, man. Instagram account. It was called uh, Influencers in the Wild. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. It's just like they, no. they record no. with people doing the dumbest things with their phone, just recording, and then someone else is like catches them in the middle of nowhere doing it. And it's, just, it's yeah, called yeah. Influencers. I think in the t- wild. TikTok's a young person's game, bro. Yeah, it's a young kids shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Sergio, do you actually have anything on TikTok? Do you actually have music? I mean, on TikTok? you know, when it came out, I started. I like, I was trying to experiment with it, you know. Um, we were just, but I gave it. up on it. I was like, this, this is dumb, bro. I'm not gonna wait yeah. doing a one two minute video like. But like, that's a lot of. And it's so now. random. A lot so of songs come out that way. But you know, somebody, somebody I, I spoke to this producer out of a news of out of a news media, and he was telling me that a lot of people, believe it or not, aside from YouTube, TikTok is supposedly like the second biggest streaming where people actually find new music. I never knew that. Bro, is that true? People people can blow up within that week, like that that kid stunning. I was talking to uh, Karan, my homie Karan, and and it's funny yeah. because he has a friend that he went to high school with. And that friend went with that guy to high school, right? And, yeah. uh, and then out of, out of the blue, it's like, oh, like this TikTok uh, artist just blew up. 
and you can get on genius. Like if you blow up, like people will actually take the time to you know acknowledge your song or whatever you know. If it actually blows up in the like through TikTok. That's it's, crazy. And I understand what you're saying because the trend is that once once a few people start doing your like if if some influencers get your shit and start doing like stupid yeah. dances to it then it catches on and another million people want to do the same fucking dance you know what i mean yeah like, no doubt man i mean like i was telling you actually concreto's the one who told me that youtube is and it's true i never thought about it like that we all focus on apple music because i don't know why but for some reason apple music is bigger than spotify out here i know Creto still holds on to spotify because when he transitioned no, you, yeah, you yeah, transitioned from canada so it, and when you came yeah. out here you kept it because you didn't want to let go of that most people have like more Apple products in the states, so it's automatic. I think so. I think so. I think so, man. I really do. Well, it's an American company, right? So you see more, everybody. like, uh, <laughs> what, what, you know, Huawei phones. They're legal out here. Yeah. They're legal. Yeah. You can't buy them. If you buy them, it's because you somehow fucking had somebody hook you up with that, right? But you can't buy it at any store like Huawei. Canada is crazy. Yeah. Right. But, like, you can't do it. So, like, Apple Music is, like, number one. And then it's Spotify. But I know Concreto, I mean, when, of course, when you transition and you come down here, you're not going to let go of it. It's like me coming back to Canada. I'm not going to let go yeah. of Apple Music. But what I'm trying to say is that Concreto actually has such a good point that I never really thought about. YouTube is the number one streaming service in the world. Because that shit is free. The world countries, everybody has that shit, right? Yeah. But I ne- it just shocked me that TikTok was second to YouTube. And I was like, I don't even, I never knew that. I mean, for an artist, that, that's a fucking huge thing. But you actually have to license it. Like but the thing is, uh, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt no, you no, guys. No, no. The thing is, I, I think, I think that the reason that that is, Joe, is because what you got to look at is that it's the demographic, bro. Like the yeah. uh, the demographic is the 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 people that all have always one invested in like merch and like supported artists and bought cds back yeah. in the day it was always the young kids it's yeah, never it the was. old it's never the, it's never the old person the person that that invests and and looks for the youtube channel and it, it's always the fucking kid bro it's it's mm. the Who it's the it? it's the people from like 12 to like 16 let's be real let's be real when we were 18 19 we were on limewire or napster man let's be real yeah but when we were 12 or 13 we were putting up posters of our favorite rappers exactly we were like idol like like i said earlier we were like Artists were not just artists to us; they were fucking gods. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we thought they were untouchable. Like, we, I've, I, I mean, we thought that it was impossible to even know what that they were not even human beings. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. When we're exactly. young, when we're twelve, thirteen, we wore those shirts. We had yeah. those shirts. You know what I mean? We had yeah. pictures, bro. We had the hats. We had the albums. You know. So yeah, like. So how does TikTok work though? So in the sense that do you have to actually upload your music. To, through their streaming sites, or do they actually pick it down from like another streaming I, site? How does that work? I don't have a TikTok, so I'm not sure how that works. But I think it's the second biggest music streaming platform because of the demographic is mostly kids. Yeah, so yeah. A kid will take your song, you know, he'll take the Humpty Dumpty and he'll actually make a dance. Yeah, and, and then that's and why the song and the dance will blow up, not because you. This yep. little kid did a little dance to your exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. a fucking crazy thing, right? That's the I, fucked up thing. Yeah. Actually, there's been a lot of artists, like say from the fucking seventies or eighties or nineties, that they'll they'll be like irrelevant nowadays, but 
their song will all of a sudden spike up and it's because one influencer grabbed their shit, made a fucking song and all of a sudden they're getting millions of downloads yeah, on their that, song. That, that's what Mariah, Mariah Carey was saying. She was saying that her, uh, that Christmas song she does every year. The, yeah, well, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that song always spikes up in social media that it brings her back to the billboards and she becomes number one on the billboards. She's mostly, after not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking about that. I was talking about that to this Mexican dude that I work with. Uh, uh, you know, that Jose Feliciano song that, yeah. uh, Feliz yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Feliz. Yo. I could imagine that that nigga's fucking family is going to be eating for fucking decades. Here's the truth. Did you know that dude is Puerto Rican? Did you know that dude is Puerto Rican and he's actually blind? I did not know that shit. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's fucking crazy talented, man. It's a documentary about Jose Feliciano. He's a very interesting character, man. Yeah, yeah. He's him for, like, you know, putting up with, like, being the first Latino to be able to do that as an ad, like, sing the national anthem acoustically, bro. That's yeah, that's when racism was at the top of its height. Yo, they wanted to deport mm. him, bro. Mm. Because he's he's saying it with like a Spanish twang. He's saying. But it's also the question: Is he actually blind? Though is that true? Is. He's blind, bro. He's blind. That's crazy. Yeah. Like a Ray Charles yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the Spanish Ray Charles. You know what I mean? But so he plays guitar. Yeah. And he plays crazy guitar, bro. He he plays, yeah. Like his royalty check, like check is gonna be yeah, it's gonna be eating like. His grandkids' grandkids oh, are gonna be. Yeah, the more and more you guys are making me think, it's like it seems like it's beneficial to come up with a Christmas album, even if it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what? timeless. Oh, the, the word is timeless. You gotta you know, make something. Yeah. That- <laughs> Here's an actual fact, the side fact for you guys. Um, did you know that supposedly Halloween is on the verge of surpassing Christmas as the most popular fucking it, holiday no. in the world? It, wow. I believe it. Halloween, man. Like, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not trying to be racist, but white folks love their Halloween, bro. They love that shit. Man. <laughs> Look, they talk about the candy. The candy, hey, company, well, hey, the candy companies during the quarantine made about 3.5 billion dollars just in candy sales yeah, and in decorations and fucking uh, their and costumes and yeah. lights. For the houses, people actually light up their houses. That shit, that shit is surpassing. We're saying that the amount of people that are losing their religion and becoming fucking more Halloweeny. That's fucking yeah. crazy, man. I haven't, seen anyone, what a Halloween I haven't seen anyone leave it up for tw- like 365 days a year, though, for Halloween. <laughs> have you seen someone? No. I've seen Not a. Yet. I, I seen my neighbors actually still have their Christmas lights up in this fucking think, almost. Oh, yeah. We haven't we haven't taken down our Christmas lights only because it's been fucking snowing since. I I, I personally thought it was because people are depressed with this whole fucking COVID shit that they don't want to let want to go out. As soon as I get a chance, I will take them down. Like we don't turn them on, but they're still yeah, up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's full of lies. I think you just have those lights up because you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got your Christmas tree and your eggnog up in there too. So, like. <laughs> yeah. how, do you, how do you think this COVID thing is going to play out with live shows again? Are you guys planning to attend concerts when they come back out? Dude, I, I don't, mean, not me, because I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not at an age that. I'm not at an age. Let me, let me let me tell you something, man. Okay, so this is this is this is my experience. Prior to the last show I actually went to ever was Drake, and that was in 2017. Okay, I couldn't hang with that crowd no more, man. That crowd was fucking young. I'm talking about mm-hmm. 13, 14, and here's the crazy thing: I actually saw drake before he became drake in 08 09 
and he had a more like intimate crowd. It was like people our age. Mature. It was chilling. It was mature. It was relaxed. And you know, you had like before he came out with the take care, or you can thank me now or whatever yeah, that that was called. But but when I went two thousand, that was in two thousand eight. I went in two thousand seventeen. The majority of that fucking crowd was fucking driving me nuts, man. I wasn't enjoying the show at all, man. First of all, he showed up three hours late. After that, you had kids just going crazy and screaming. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on, right? I don't think I can actually handle those type of like mainstream. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not my scene, man. It's not I'm my scene. about arena concerts. Arena? Yeah. That was an arena concert. No, that's the the arena concerts, you don't have your choice but to be with like a, a million screaming. I mean, are you you're talking about like old school artists that are actually coming back? I mean, I still like them, but at the same time, the club scene is... The last time I went to a club, it was in Bellingham, up here in Washington. And girls were going crazy over that Iggy Azalea at the time. Oh, I think that's the last time I went there. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm too old for this club shit, man. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's the age, man. Like at 35 years old, Kind of go to well, I wasn't 35 at the time when I went to the club. I was like, no, I know, I feel you. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just not my scene anymore. Man. I'd be like, yo, would you yeah, perform yeah. at a club? Yeah, I perform. I would perform. Yeah, because I, I, I like the, I like my craft. I like my music. I love doing it. But I don't. And and if I ever went to a club, is if like if one of you were performing just to show support yeah, or something. Yeah. But like, no it, could, it could it could literally be like my favorite rapper. Like it could be too short. Like right down the street here and I, i'm not gonna fucking waste my time like I, I like it's just not me anymore you know what well, i mean like i don't i don't want to go see it you no, know you know an artist i think is gonna slowly show up to the club scene if they actually do open up again and do that underground intimate scene five six years from now is probably gonna be Nicki minaj man the way things are going for her i just think she's gonna be that artist that is now you know taking a step back and probably She's gonna do fucking Granville somewhere in Vancouver at one point in the next five years. <laughs> yeah. No, not hating. I'm just saying it happens to all the artists, she's right? It happens. She's also it happens, age man. now, man. You gotta remember, Nikki's been in the game a decade plus now, bro. Yeah, and that's a good. And run. especially in especially in the rap game, man. In the rap game, like you don't get that long of a run. And For a female one, one, she's in the rap yeah, game, I, and and a female, and a female. Yeah. Females don't get that love after they're like thirty Dude, fucking it, five years old. It's bro. like it's like uh, it's like Drake, man. I I think, and I mean, it's a make or break album for him. And I don't mean it in a way that he's gonna just collapse. I mean, like as in, he's gonna continue that mainstream. I mean, that's a good run, man. That's longer than Wayne, in my opinion. Bro, that's the best run in hip hop history that people are talking. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that has to be. That has yeah. to be. Unless you're Jay Z, who I, I just keeps reinventing himself all the time, yeah. like thinking like he marries Beyonce. But hold on, I, 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 I'm, I'm, go I'm ahead. gonna go to Patrick on this one. I'm, I'm gonna the a bit. I like this. The consistency of having that many number one hits is incredible. It Are is. You talking about Drake? Yeah, we're yeah. talking about Drake. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, and that's a lot true. of people sleep on like his actual accomplishments, his work ethic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. great. And, and you know what? He 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 crossed over perfectly. Whether it's a make or break album, is it really though? Because every it sounds like every I, I, I don't, I don't mean, broke I don't, something. I don't mean a break, make or break album as his career is going to just die. I mean, as in like he's going to hold that crown. That commercialism i mean that's what i mean eventually he's gonna he's gonna retire rich i mean I'm, hey I, I was a i'm a big supporter of his man i i went to his shit in the beginning before all this anymore, though? no he's an artist bro 
I think he's gonna do film. I think that's his next yeah, step. Personally, he's, speak. A, he's a he's acting. He's a business. He's a business, not a rapper. After first, yeah. he became a rapper. He's gonna go back to. Of course, that's full circle for him. He's gonna go back into the acting, and he's a good fucking actor too. No, he's hilarious. He's pretty yeah, funny. He's, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy, actually. Yeah, yeah. He has that in him, and then that's how he started. Like you said, it's that that's a full circle, but. The question is, do you think a Canadian rapper can actually do what he did again? I don't think so, man. What, I what, mean, closest, the, closest, the, closest, the closest person that has come even close would be, I'd say, Tor, uh, uh, Tory Lanez. Because the weekend... The weekend, weekend, weekend the weekend. No, but, no, oh, yeah, but the, the reason I don't say weekend is because the weekend is a singer. The, the weekend is a pop star. He's not it's a rapper. Bieber. Dude. Dude, but, oh yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know how Bieber skipped my mind. Bieber's fucking sick with Drake it. Drake was the first motherfucker that I ever saw that had fucking American kids wearing Toronto shit, man. I'm not lying to you, man. I saw blue jean shit all over the fucking states, and I was like, "What the yeah, fuck?" Drake, Drake. All of a sudden, it was fucking dope to be from Toronto, man. That motherfucker made it popular. Much, yeah, bro. But you want yeah. you want to hear something though? A lot of people out here don't even know that Toronto's in fucking Canada. That's yeah. how fucking. That's how fucking dumbed down they are down here, man. They're like, because that they were asking me. They're like, they're like, uh, when I went to, I was doing a, a, a semi semi driving school. I was getting my my uh, semi driver's license out here. Yeah. And uh, I met I met this girl. She's from uh, downtown Chicago here. Yeah. And uh, she, she asked me where I was from. We were talking. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm from Toronto. She's like, oh cool, cool Toronto. She's like, what part of uh, uh, the U.S. is that again? I'm like. I'm like that's in Canada, yo. Like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like you know what I mean. It, 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 she just doesn't. She didn't know, and because they don't teach Americans, oh, yeah, they don't no, want. It, it, know, it, it, they, don't. they teach you that that it's America first. They teach you. they yeah. they, they, they put that in your brain that there's no yeah, other America, place. That this is cool. Like Toronto's very American inspired, bro. It's like the yeah, it is. Most, bro. I feel it like is. the most American city in Canada. I, I was dumbfounded when I got there. When I first went to Toronto, I was like, holy fuck. Bro. Man, yeah. Toronto's honestly the cleanest fucking city I've ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not oh, lying to you. Like, I, I love I love yeah. Toronto. I love Toronto. I've been there bro. once. I loved it. I loved it. Toronto was I, I, I enjoyed Toronto. I went I went in the summer. It was it was amazing, man. Oh yeah, I met Yeah. I love Remember Toronto. I FaceTimed you? Oh yeah, yeah. I was with about Toronto that that's one time. Right, that's right. That's funny, yeah. Just a, but, oh when you when you when you came yeah, to my house there, but we called yeah, spectacular from but yeah, you, yeah. you see the Tory Lanez thing that you were saying about, uh, it feels that, um, I mean, yeah, he has his thing, but it just doesn't doesn't meet that. No, media. nobody does though. I don't think nobody, that. nobody, nobody can reach that level that Drake. Drake, Drake, Lord Drake has, is pretty has gone damn to, close, man. believe it or not, in the rap world to that Michael Jackson Madonna. Yeah, oh, he is, bro. He is. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the fact that he made Toronto that fucking what popular. Was you know, for arena concerts, what was it? Two mil. Sure. You know, you know what's crazy? They were saying that the tourism of Toronto actually was saying that Drake brought in to the city of tourism like a roughly like three billion dollars, man. Crazy. I, I believe it, man. I believe it. Bro. Alone, people yeah, came from the world. That too, because like when you get off the airport, you, he has like big signs like for his restaurant. He's yeah. bro. He owns he owns that city, man. Like you go to you go to Toronto, and all the music is Drake, and the music that's not Drake, it sounds like an a Toronto artist trying to sound like Drake. album Billboard, like right down. Yeah. I was like, yo, this guy's nuts here. They love this guy off here. 
Yeah, they, he 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 would literally if he if he were to run for fucking mayor out there or yeah. or like even even uh, will, prime, minister, will. prime minister of Canada, he will get it, bro. Oh, he sure. will. He will. And you know, you know, people. If anything, if you see the Donald Trumps, the Arnold Schwarzeneggers, all that shit, people love celebrities mm. to fucking vote for. That's a fact. Yeah. But yeah, man. So just to wrap it up here, uh, so spectacular, man. And Servius, what do you guys have? When is do you guys have a date? For that new video that you guys are going to be dropping soon, or what? Yeah, there's two of them. There's two of them, right? Two of them, right? Next Friday. Next which one? Friday. Which one drops next Friday? Not this. Try week okay. from today. We have a release, okay. which is a single and a video. Pretty much like our first little ripple that we're going to throw out there. Yeah. Again, that's all in house. We the only thing we got outsourced was the mixing from Kimo. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and then right, we have a following video with Surveillance's release coming right after that, and like probably and a week right, or yeah. a week or two after that. So right now we're just putting we're loading on the visuals, man. I'm just loading up the cartridge. So when I drop when I drop visuals, it's going to be consistent. And if people yeah. actually want to follow up with you guys, I mean, what is your guys' links? Yeah, and contact Surveillance dropping link, bro. Yeah, I'm just at Surveillance Official. Mm-hmm. How do we spell that? How do we spell that, Sir Bill? Uh, with one F. Not uh, actually. No, my my Instagram is with two Fs because people oh. just. Yo, are you sure that's right? Is you sure? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. Anyway, it's two Fs. Sir Bill's dot official. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Spectacular? What about you? Spectacular two five zero. Spectacular two five zero, just uh, and that's on Instagram and Twitter, or just Instagram everything. all over the place. Just Google. So even on YouTube, Google too. spectacular, and all my shit comes up, bro. I don't link it. I just go. I'm old school, bro. Go to Google. <laughs> Google me. Yeah. Google me. Google me. Yeah, yeah. I want to say thanks to Spectacular, Sabeos, Gisco, you guys for like. Uh, Meeting all at this time to do this podcast, really yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, if it came, yeah. like we've been talking yeah, about this so for a while, so it's yeah, anytime, Bye, man. bro. It was it was nice to meet you, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we love to like you know support everybody who's local. I know there's a lot of politics, and people don't usually get the opportunity. And we want to say that we're different from that. We want to you know welcome anybody that makes art and you know showcases that you know. Yo. So for everybody who's listening, please make sure to check out you know Cerveos and Spectacular. And Capital Wave Studios, Capital I mean, Wave entertainment, entertainment is actually coming up. With shit. That's tight. Yeah, yeah. We're doing things. I can, I, I, I can foresee a lot of, a lot of uh, dope shit coming out of your guys's uh, corner. Yeah, there. I'd love to do like uh, a catch up episode, like maybe like in like six months from now, just yeah. see where we all. Are, you know? Yeah, anytime, man. No I mean, two. that's what's up. No part two. Part two. Yeah. Yeah. Man, six to eight months from now, we'll do another episode. Maybe hopefully that's episode thirty three. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. We'll be like, yo, more blessings, you know what I mean? Yeah, anytime. That's what it is, man. You guys keep doing what you guys do. And for everybody who's listening, man, make sure to check out those links and that music and those music videos because I've seen some of that shit. It looks fucking tight, man. All right, fire. Fire. All right you guys. All right. All right. Blessings, guys. Until Love next time. Peace, bro. Peace. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.
Look, there's the three wise men. This is the one, two, three wise men. We three friends on a podcast together again. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We talk about what's been going on and what's happening. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We got drugs, DJ Glenn. We are the one, one, two, two, three wise men. We are the one, one, two, two, three wise men. This is the one, one, two, two, three wise men. Three wise men. Three wise men.